Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, John McDonald. How are you doing? I am pretty good. Pretty good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had an, I'll just start off by saying I've had an impromptu three days off work, um, So, which I know sounds pretty good at first uh, when, when you first hear that, but um, yeah. My little my little dude's had a cough, and it's just a cough. We got him COVID tested on Sunday, and he's fine. But um, yeah, they he can't go back without a clearance, and I can't get a clearance from a doctor. So because of the cough, super fun, um, super fun. Yeah, so I've had three days off work after a long weekend. <laughs> so I guess you know there's a silver lining to it. I guess. Um, and we had a minor but, brush of COVID myself last week, but thankfully dodged a bullet. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just like shit. we have to. It's just life, right? At this point. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh, and, great. And great. tell people get, go get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Under like, a month until my second shot, and I'm just yes. I'm watching and I'm counting and I'm marking the days on my calendar. I'm like, come on, October 18th, get here. Yep. No, it's yeah. Fucking go get vaccinated. Like I don't, I I I try not to to take, like to to stand too, like like die on too many hills. I mean I do. I, that's a lie. I do. I, I die on so many hills on this show. But this one I think is the one that if you don't listen to anything else that I say, listen to this. Go and get fucking vaccinated, please. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Um. um uh, before we really kick into the show, how, what you been doing? Mm. I mean, you just said you've had the three days off, and but you've probably been quite busy those days. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, when I say days off, I've still been like looking after a sick child, majority <laughs> caregiver of a child. Yeah, he's he's been fine. Like he's yeah. honestly been fine. Um, like slightly video game related. Um, his favorite thing, one of his favorite things at the moment is the very hungry caterpillar. Um, a classic. A classic. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched, there's an animated version on YouTube, which is like, I was like, great. I remember there's this animated version. I'll play it for him. I have watched that. I don't, I can't even count how many times I've watched that. Literally, it'll finish and you'll go again, like four times. And I guess to the point where I'm just like, mate, we need to move on. We need to move on to something else. Shall we move on? <laughs> so I said it was video game related. Um, there's a, there's a, like a, a f- mobile version called My Very Hungry Caterpillar. And it's like a part Tamagotchi, part like interactive play thing for children to muck around with. So I downloaded it on my phone. He fucking loves it. It's great. <laughs> He's he, he loves it. Like he, he has to like feed the caterpillar and you have to play with a little bit. And there's like all these little like toys you can play with them. There's like a painting area that you can like draw your finger on the screen and like paint a little bit. And there's like like shape sorting and like there's all these little cool little fun things for him to do. And it's yeah, he's been really enjoying sort of playing bits and pieces of that. Um, and it's not really part of the quest log because I've spoken about this game many times on the show, but his other favourite thing to do at the moment, he loves cars, absolutely loves just cars, anything, wheels, it's like his favourite thing. So the other day I was sitting there um, when I got the, I, I, I now have a Series S, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but um, I got a Series S and I was like, oh, I'm going to download Forza on it because I want to see, you know, how it runs. 
on like next gen, current gen hardware. Um, and it runs really well. And he was watching me play. He's like, cars, cars. So I sat him on the couch with me and he sat on my lap and he like held onto the controller sometimes and would watch and I'd be like, oh, look, we're going to crash. Oh, no. And like most of the time I'm just driving around. Um, I bought the Lego expansion for it, which is really fun. Um, and there's like fields of just like Lego flowers that you can just, just cut laps around. And I've just been doing that and just flowers flying everywhere. And he thinks it's the best thing ever. Um, and I like, I was teaching him today to like hold the trigger down to like make the car go. And he was like sort of getting it. And I'm like, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, that's, that, that's what I've been doing is yeah, looking after him. Um, and I'm playing video games when I can, but yeah, I haven't been watching much. We've been watching only murders in the building. It's a really fun show. If you like sort of like murder mystery or like true crime, it's a bit of a, a bit of a piss take on true crime and, and fans of true crime. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I'm, we're really enjoying it. It's been Ash and I, it's been our show. We've been watching once Griffin's gone to bed. Um, we're just waiting on new episodes now, but yeah, apart from that, been pretty, pretty boring. What about you? Um, I mean, largely not a great deal outside of video games. I did start and finish, I tried to, I tried to pace it. I was like, I don't, I don't want to burn through this too quickly because it's only eight episodes and once it's gone, who knows how long the next season will be. So I'll, I'll try to pace it out. It didn't last long. It lasted maybe a week. It was um, Sex Education Season 3, which is absolutely right. just, it's just so good. It's so good. That show is well, so it did, good. It did get announced that it was coming back. Yeah, so. I did see if it's getting a season four. Yeah. Um, a lot of interesting questions about where that will go but um okay um, yeah. I, I need to watch this you really it. need to watch this. yeah i need to get around it. you do uh but beyond that i've watched a couple of episodes of star wars visions oh nice which get rid of that too just thank god it's it's nice to have some fun star wars yeah shout out to anime yep uh, I, uh, yeah, I need to get around to that too. I just haven't, I haven't got around to it. Yeah, I, I mean, did good... see that the episode's only 15 minutes. So yeah, there's like, some really yeah. short ones and like, they're all up. Um, obviously they're non-canon, so you can just jump in whenever you want, wherever you want to. I watched obviously the Trigger one first and yes. I forget the other studio that did one, but like, it's called The Duel and it was, that one's, that one's fun. That one's cool as hell. Um, but yeah, it's nice to have fun Star Wars and yeah, like I said, anime to the win. Shout out. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah! What else? I don't think there's really anything else that I've been watching, per se. I am trying to find time, hopefully this week. I don't know if I will for Midnight Mass, but um, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. I think I'm going to try and give that a go as well. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I know they're not related, but I'm like, oh, should I watch, like, Haunting Hill House first? Or I mean, it's up to you, because it's, it's, it's the same director of a creator, so, like, there's definitely going to um, be through lines, like, maybe not, obviously, with characters and story, but definitely stylistic stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just keep hearing nothing but good things about that. Hill House is good. Um, I don't think I watched... I haven't watched Blind Manor yet. Blind Manor. Mm. I always meant to, because then you put you put my man Rahul in anything, I'll go, I'll go I'll track it down. He's great. Well, that's um, why I feel like I want to jump to to, uh, to Midnight Mass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, fun fact, uh, Hideo Kojima I saw. has been watching Midnight Mass and Raul Coley has been 
fucking beside himself yeah, about you got, it. You got retweeted so. twice by him. Yep. Um, Brilliant. So is what that I is. can't wait to see Raul in uh, the next Kojima joint. Please, please. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> do it. Like, he was in Gears of War 5, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do it, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, that's about it. Nothing terribly exciting. Just playing the waiting game right now, counting down the days. Obviously, yeah. to my second shot, but more closely and more relevantly to the podcast, to Metroid Dread. Next week. Yes. Next week, previews went live. I'm not reading them. Mostly because it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I bought this game twice already. I'm sold. <laughs> you can't sell <laughs> you already it. Have my you money. can't sell it to me anymore. Like, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's maximum sell right there. That's but it. Like, it's, it's The riskiest lot. proponent is the um, the OLED model for the switch which mm. upon its announcement i was like i don't need one of these my switch fans are a bit loud but i can live but i tell you what that screen <laughs> that screen looks really nice <laughs> it looks really nice especially and i was like oh yeah i mean it's an, it is what it is and it's it's like if you're playing on your tv it's not going to make a huge difference right because no but i was just like i'm going to be playing a lot of dread on my on handheld I can already mm-hmm. tell. Yep. I don't know. It's tough. I will see. Like it comes out next Friday, the same day as Dread. I will already have played Dread because I'll be absolutely booting it up at midnight. So I'll see how my Switch goes. I'll see how my Switch yes. goes with it. If it's bad or if it's not what I want from it, then I, I mean maybe. Maybe as a if- little as a little treat. <laughs> if I if I hadn't uh, if I hadn't just dropped five hundred dollars on another on another console that I didn't necessarily need, but I mean you got um, your foot in the door for next gen, so I, I can understand. Exactly, yeah. No, I yeah, I, I, I do I do not regret it. Um it's been lovely to play. I even tooled around with like remote play stuff on it. That was fun, um, on my phone. Um yeah, it's it's really fun. It's snappy. I noticed just another thing that reminded me that I, it was the next gen console today. It was I, I um, I wanted to delete something off it, like I deleted a game that I'd finished or whatever, <laughs> and I went to delete it, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, manage game. Yep, yeah, remove all." And then it was like, oh, "It's gone." I was like, "Fuck." Okay, it's okay. Still- Normally, like that, my Xbox would lock up for like twenty five seconds, it's and then still be the like, thing, "One of the okay, things I love gone. most about the PS Five is just like, hey man, this thing just works.'" And it's yep. fast. I'm like, oh, yep. I love it. And you have to yep. cherish these moments because in like four years, it's not going to be the same, man. It's going to be running like garbage. So you got to make the most yep. of it now. Yeah. Before I start so, promoting the firmware. Yeah, that's why I'm spacing out my like my my next gen console purchases. So yeah, I, I I got my tax back, and Ash was like, oh, well, I'll chip in for it for your Christmas present, and I was like, sweet. So. I um I found one uh, I think Target was selling them for like four hundred forty nine and I'm like it's a pretty good deal um especially for you know itchy trigger finger me so I yeah pulled the trigger on it and um yeah I've been loving it it's been really great so um like the the, the controller feels like the same but I don't know it's just because it's a new controller it's nicer it's I... all white as well like it doesn't have the black part like bits on top it's all white the more the more modern xbox controller i've definitely considered getting if only because it's usb-c and yes like my (laughs) my xbox one controller 
I truly hate it for being micro USB. It's just the absolute worst because mm-hmm. obviously yeah. with Switch and PS5 both moving to USB-C, I, the supply for those cables in my house is getting smaller because I'm like, get rid of this garbage. Just put it in the yep. bin. Just take this, just get rid of it. The only thing that I have We're a USB-C house now. The only thing that I have left that's, that's micro USB is um is my PlayStation Four controller, yeah, which I don't know if that's a, that's a thing that I because I haven't played my PlayStation Four that much lately, so maybe that's a determining factor. I was like, oh, can't be bothered charging the controller. It's okay. So when, whenever PS Five, you can truly be rid of the micro USB. Exactly. Oh, well, I think I think my headphones are as well, but that's fine. Do you even I, like I've got um like little wireless earbuds, but they charge on USB C. Yeah, no, see, my headphones are micro USB, I'm pretty sure. Hang on, let me just show Yeah, they're micro USB. Oh, they so, still got you. They still got you in there. They got me, because I'm not getting rid of these headphones anytime soon, because they've <laughs> been fucking wonderful. Anyway, I think, if that's all, you, is, is there anything else you want to bring yeah, up? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. All right, then let's head straight into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, where we we. I mean, I don't think we had. I can't. What, what did we play last week? Oh yeah, no, Psychonauts two and oh, yeah, Destiny. Still Psychonauts, yeah, yeah. I have played a lot more Destiny two, but I have nothing <laughs> to add on that front. Besides, that game is still fun as hell. Um, so we actually got a, a few things we played this week. So mm-hmm. I think we've both got one. We're going to talk a little bit about. Um, and then we've got two we're going to talk a bit more about, mm-hmm. and one that I've I've got one I'm going to bring because it was a demo from the um, which we're going to talk in after this in the bonus round or whatever. We're going to do the Nintendo Direct and the game I played yep. the demo of was in that. So yeah, I mm-hmm. will I will start off proceedings because I've been playing this game. I was going to bring it last week, but I looked at how stacked the show would be and I I shelved it. Um, <laughs> and I nearly shelved it again this week, but I'm like, no, I've got to bring it now before it gets too old and i can i can always bring it later when i finish it but i want to talk a bit about it before it gets too too old and that is uh tales of arise which is a game that i wasn't gonna get i've tried a couple of tales games in the past and bounced off of them pretty hard but the reviews for this particular one were too good to ignore i think and Mm -hmm. listening to a few people talk about it specifically listening to uh marco damiani talk about it on um frame trap he he was the one who really sold me on it, but plus his review as well, obviously. Uh it's good. It's it's hard to describe. It looks so good. I'm playing it on PlayStation Five, which obviously helps. Okay. So yep. it has the it has the it has the stable frame rate. Yeah. Because uh, I tried toggling it to um, graphics mode, so it focuses on graphics, yeah. and I was just like, oh yep. no, that's right, that's that's thirty frames per second. Gross. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just go back, go back to frame rate, which on PS5 isn't a huge difference, obviously. But I, I want, I would be curious to know how it goes on PS4. I guess Pro. I don't know if a PS4 version would have that feature enabled, but probably not. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So from all I know of Tales, the combat in this game is pretty similar. So it's not so much. It is a JRPG, but it isn't turn-based. It is real time. It's act. It's more akin to just like a hack and slash game, almost. Honestly. Cool. Okay. Basically, your commands are in combat. You hold, you press X to do a basic attack. You can bind abilities to, and again, these are just I've I've changed my keys, so they might be different from everyone else because I didn't like the um, 
the layout because initially it gives you, I think, attackers on R1 and it puts your abilities on like triangle, circle, and X. And I was like, no, 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 no. No. Put attack on X and then I'm going to put my abilities on triangle, R1, and R2. Yeah. So yeah, that was the first change I did because it was just, it wasn't breaking my mind, but it's just like, this doesn't feel right. And as soon as I did yeah. that, it started making more sense. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so basically you you can do those special attacks as long as you've got, I guess, the energy. You've got like little diamonds above your health bar that dictate how many of those you can do before you can have to stop. Um, you can tag in with your allies to do incredibly cool and flashy attacks, which are awesome. Oh, the they look so good. I love it. Um, and those are basically... You can, as you attack an enemy, you can break it and then you fill a little blue diamond. And once that's maxed out, you'll get like a boost attack. And yeah, you can pick basically any of your allies. And each each okay. like character's got a pairing with each other character. And yeah, every attack is cool for every character and I love it. So it doesn't matter what button I press. I just press a button and I get a cool thing and it's great. <laughs> um, but outside of a combat, I have to say that I'm not going to sit here and say the story is amazing, right? Because it's still a JRPG. <laughs> It still has a fair amount of the tropes. They're still there. Right. Yep. But something about the story strikes me as somewhat more mature than what I was expecting from it, I guess. Like, okay. It's set in a world where basically there's two two races, the Renans and the Darhans, Darhans. And essentially the Renans enslaved the other race and have done so for like the last several hundred years. It's pretty right. good. Like you play as yeah. Alfin. It's pretty dark. Well, I guess mysterious mask character. Which can I just say, if JRPGs could just ditch the uh, amnesia thing, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm kind of. We don't need, just I'm give us a character. <laughs> just give us a character and give yeah, them a name. Because like, like, don't make me sit through that. This character starts with a full mask over their face, and you play with that mask on for like the first five hours, and you're like, I can see on the cover of this game, the mask is gonna break. I'm gonna see, and no joke, he. The mask breaks, and you can see one eye. You can see some of his face, and you're like, right. "Okay, but I know that entire thing is going to come off eventually." And then it does, and everything that I thought would happen at that moment happened. I was like, "Cool, I'm glad we got here." It's been thirty hours. <laughs> yep, JRPG, baby. JRPG, like it's fine, but you know, we we probably could do with less of the. Oh, man, I really I don't remember my childhood. It's like so. It's really important, then. and I know yeah, that exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's pivotal yeah. information. Oh, you, you're continuing to go on about it and how much you don't know about it? All right, cool. It's very important. Yeah, All exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, the rest of the characters is like, and I think the product, the, um, the dubbing studio is called Cup of Tea Productions. But yeah, this game is so many of his voice actors. I'm like, oh, I know half, I know all of you. Like, she right. is verse voiced by, which is the main female character is voiced by Erica Lindbeck. I'm like, oh, hey, that's Futaba Hell yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Uh, there's a there's a punchy guy called Law who's voiced by um, Bryce Papenbrook, which is English Erin and obviously a bunch of other characters. Cool, cool. Um, yep. His dad, who I met early on, is voiced by, I don't know the guy's name, but he's the English voice actor for Endeavor in My Hero Academia. So it's just like all these voice actors. I'm just like, okay, cool. I know most of you. That's great. Uh, but yeah, all those characters are actually pretty solid. I really can't talk too much about them without you know giving away and plus i haven't really finished their stories like again this is a jrpg so their stories are run for the duration of this like probably 60 hour game but so far i'm enjoying them i find the interactions good and 
considering I've got characters in my party from both factions, the way they're sort of developing and growing and interacting is interesting. Again, not unique. Other games have done this as well, but it, it, for some reason it just feels sort of fresh seeing it in a game that's just like, hey man, I'm anime. And let me just say, this game is anime. Okay, Like awesome. When you let it sit on the menu, it has like an opening video, like, you know, full-on <sighs> anime music video. Fuck that opens yes. Up. And, I don't know, I guess like, skip the next 30 seconds if you don't want a spoiler you know As, and <laughs> okay. i don't i don't know if it's really a spoiler but maybe you consider it if you haven't played tales of arise but i guess skip ahead 30 seconds uh the point i just hit uh could count as like a mid-season break because i got a second opening which is again classic anime <laughs> that's fucking it's great, great. It, reminded, it reminded me of near automata like when you finish your first run and then you come back yeah. you're like all right season two baby let's go yeah, um, so oh, that's it was awesome. great. I love it that I love it they're doing that now for a lot of these games. It's just awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, visually I I do want, I want to circle back to that that looks really nice. They've got I don't even know what you would call the art style. Uh the only thing that is an issue sometimes is there's very noticeable popping. I don't know if that's just okay. an issue with it like it, it running on new consoles and running on old consoles, but normally it wouldn't phase me, but it's feels really obvious in this especially with the size of some of the areas you're just sort of running along you're like oh yeah enemies just popping in and terrain popping in plants and grass and stuff you're like oh all right it's fine you're nice to look at but there's a bit of popping (laughs) which is a shame yeah uh music is fine i don't think it's as good as i would like Mm. it doesn't it doesn't it's not annoying i guess but yeah i feel like i could there's probably Room for some more variety in the soundtrack. So do you expect you expect it to be something a bit more? Yeah, than it is. like it's got catchy yeah. tunes. Like the combat music is good, and some of the area tunes are great. But um, yeah, it's sort of nothing that sticks in my mind. Like a unlike a, I mean, it's not a fair, it's not a fair comparison when this when you know this franchise has like Ace working on it all that. But the Xenoblade games are sort of like right in another level when it comes to music. Uh, even thinking, man, I want that Xenoblade 3 so badly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so far, again, I, I think I've hit like the halfway point maybe. So as this is a JRPG, I probably have a while till I finish it yet because yep. <laughs> it's going to take a while. But so far, I'm pretty happy with it. Awesome. That's cool. I, I've heard some really good things about it and some things that have made me go, oh, maybe I will give this game a go eventually. But Yeah, like I, like I said, I was large on the fence. I, I, I bounced off several Tales games, full versions and demos. Like I played, I tried playing Vesperi, which is the one that everyone says is really good, but mm-hmm. I hit a point where I sort of got stuck and I just gave up because I'm like, I don't really have the investment to work around this because it, it would involve grinding and these mechanics feel a bit archaic and the combat's right. fun, but again, it's like I'm a 360 game combat. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Uh, right. I think I played a demo for one of area or one of the other ones from the PS3 era, and it was fine. And, you know, never, never felt compelled to get the full game. But uh, something about this one, it's just clicked, and I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. That's really great. But yeah, I look forward to circling back on it when I finished it. Hopefully. In a few weeks, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how generous my free time is <laughs> when it comes to that. Uh, but what about you, Joel? Have you got anything you've been tinkering away with before we jump into our joint our, our joint games? Double joint games? Yeah. Uh, no, I've been tooling around with uh, another game that I picked up because it went on sale last week. I've had it sitting in my wish list for a while, and I played the demo on Steam ages ago. 
um, and I really liked it. Uh, and it's out in Switch now, and yeah, like I said, it was on sale, so I, I sort of took the plunge on it, and that is a Dreamscaper from oh, who did I say they were again? Afterburner Studios. So uh, Dreamscaper is a roguelike. Surprise, surprise. Um, it's a game that I'm playing on my Switch, so it's probably got some sort of roguelike elements to it. Uh, and yeah, but it's a little bit different this one. So the whole idea of it is uh, that the tagline for it is dream, die, wake, repeat. And that's basically what you do in this game. So you're playing as, uh, I think her name's Cassie. Yeah, Cassidy. Um, and she's basically, you know, living her life. You get a little bit of an intro cutscene as her as a child. And then it like cuts to you basically. It's like that tutorial. And then once you've done that, it, um, it takes you to like her in her apartment. Um, and basically when she goes to sleep, you play through her, like her like subconscious and her like night, her, her like dream world basically. Um, which is really interesting because it is a roguelike. So it's procedurally generated. So it sort of lends itself really nicely to that, the, the whole idea that it is a dream world. So it changes every, it's the same thing. Like you're going through the same biomes basically, but um, the layout's different each time and what you're going to encounter is different each time. Um, and then you go through there, you've got um, like a melee attack, you've got a ranged attack, and you've got, I think, slots for like two like special abilities. Um, and yeah, you, it, it's really fun combat. Um, I'm really enjoying just like running around and like playing with all the different types of weapons as well. So the way I've got my setup at the moment is like, I think my melee weapon and a couple of my other things are randomized at the start. So I just get from the ones that I've unlocked, it just gives me a random one. Um, and then throughout the, like throughout your run, you can like upgrade them or you can get other ones that have different like elemental abilities on them as well, like fire and ice. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's really cool. Like all the different little bits and pieces they're putting here. It's, it's like a lot of these roguelikes now are like taking bits and pieces from other like heavyweights in the genre and just sort of putting their own little spin on them and this is a really really good example of that because once you finish a run like you quote unquote die um you wake up and then it turns into like a for lack of a better word like visual novel dating sim in a way because you're going around town and talking to people um and like making connections with them and like figuring out what they like and then like you can craft using like materials that you've got from your dream world you can like craft gifts for them which progress their little like interactions further along but they also give you like buffs that you can select at the start of the run so each ca each character that you're interacting with has one like one might be it gives you slightly more health or it gives you more um, with like more damage from fire attacks so that you can you, you can sort of like use that to build into like a, a bit more of a fire based um, like run and uh, yeah and through that as well you're unlocking like stories as well that are helping you sort of piece together a bit more about Cassidy I don't really know much about what's going on she seems pretty isolated something traumatic happened to her when she was younger I think to her sister um, because in the in the dream world as well, when you're going through your your runs, there are certain areas where you'll come across like little glowing, like memories, and you'll hit those, and she'll say a few lines about that, 
and it'll give you a little bit more context about that particular area as well. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've I've fought the first boss countless times now. It wasn't <laughs> too bad. Classic, classic roguelike. Um, and unlike other roguelikes, the boss is the same every time. Okay. So it's the same boss. Yeah. So each, like, boss room that you need to progress to the next um, little vignette area um, is uh, the same, basically. So you um, – I fought that boss quite a few times. I've got to the second one a couple of times, but that's about as far as I've got. Um, there are other things that you can get. Um, they can sort of, I think the relationships you build as well can give you different things that give you like perma buffs and like permanent like changes. Um, so you're not, you feel like it's very Hades-esque in that way where you're sort of getting a little bit more story every time you wake up from a dream. Um, you're building, like you, you make like crafting different things. Like there's like different, like special abilities you can unlock with one particular resource. or there's, um, Difference that you can like open up the shop a lot more that appears in each map um, in the waking world. So you use like I think it's called sand to like no sand's the currency in the actual runs, but you use a certain <laughs> currency. There's like four different currencies. I don't oh know what they're boy. called. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot to juggle. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it does it for you. You just go to the place where you're just like, cool. I want to get like more, um, you know permanent upgrades so i'll go to this area and up the top it'll be like you've got 50 blah 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 and you're like oh, sweet cool all right what can i get uh, this one's 25 i'll unlock that one that's going to help me out this one's 25 i'll unlock that it's not like you I need guess to it's memorize not really that different to hades having like keys and time exactly and diamonds is... and all this other stuff you're like okay i've got a million things i'm keeping track of yeah this is very much like very much like Hades as well because they, they are trying to tell a story nothing here. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I don't think it's as good as Hades because um, I just it's such a high bar. I <laughs> like, mean, yeah, it's, ha- Super Giant are ridiculous. Yeah, they are ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but I think what they're doing here is really interesting because they're kind of telling like a the the waking world or like the the moments when you get a little bit more story feel very like. Life is strange in tone, where it's that kind of like grounded story, but this fantastical world around it in a way. Um, yeah, I, I, I that, that's just like I don't know. I can't really put my thumb on why I think it's. I get that that kind of feeling from it, but it just does. It could be the visuals as well. The visuals have a very like Life is Strange one feel to them. They're a lot more scaled back. Like the characters, like the um, character models, don't have faces so they look a little bit like this is for the australian like very specific uh australian I, audience i know where that, this is going and i hate it yeah like you, you know yeah ec the doll from liftoff like that kind of vibe um so yeah and it's got like this sort of like hand painted but like roughly hand painted look to it um it's like like someone's done it like an art project and they've, they've, they've put it out. And I know that sounds really derogatory to say it like that, but it, I mean, like, if it's style they're going for though, it's definitely, yeah, that's, yeah, I think so. It's got like this really, sort of like really interesting art style to it. Cause they're, they're trying to differentiate themselves from everything else. Um, and yeah, like, to, like I said before, the combat's really fun. Um, once you get into a flow with it, it's really, really cool. Um, there's like, 
perfect attacks and perfect parries and stuff like that as well. And you get like a little like one and a bit second like witch time dodge uh, if you like dodge really quickly in certain um, scenarios. Um, the parry feels really satisfying when you pull it off, but it is quite hard to do. Um, but there are like different like trinkets and items that you can get that open that window up a little bit more for nice. you as well. Um, and it also has the Hades thing of like, uh, and it unlocks quite early. So you know how in Hades you can have like, um, you can increase the difficulty by like the nightmare, oh, like the different. Yeah, like yeah, the when you get, get into like your first clear. The heat runs basically, yeah. yeah. The Pact of Punishment. That's the one. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, it, it's got the same thing, but it's really cool. So like, it, it's that's really cool because it's much like Hades, but like you can play around with it to your liking. So for instance, mine, I've got everything set to like normal, but I've set, um, uh, what is it? Room size, like floor size to like hard. So I get a little bit more of a, a, a buff from that in terms of like loot and stuff that I'm getting. Also, I've got more areas to explore. But I'm not, it's not beefing up the combat or anything like that at this stage, but I'm still getting a feel yeah. for everything. Nice. Um, and then there's like, that's on that's sitting on hard. And then there's, I, I guess at some point you unlock Nightmare as well. So there's like, you can really get into the weeds with how you want to lay out the way you want the game to play. Um, and it also has, much like Hades, um, like a, if you're playing this and you're really enjoying it, but you, you're really frustrated with dying a lot and not, feeling like you're not making any progress, we've got a mode that's like every time you die, you get a little bit stronger. Awesome. Great yeah. feature. Um, like I said, they're taking just bits and pieces because the, the game also has a like a performance graphics mode as well, which even on Switch is really in interesting. So um, I was play it starts up and it's, it's playing in graphics mode and it doesn't run terribly. Um, it runs fine. Like it, it's functional. Um, I didn't notice and being like oh this is really slow it didn't really like um put me off or anything like that but i found that in the settings and i was like oh i'll just switch it over to performance mode and i was like oh the game doesn't look anywhere near as good like it looks pretty rough looking but it is so much smoother and it runs if, just like beautiful if there's one um, i'm sure i mean i, I don't want to say i'm sure because i haven't played it but i mean i'm not is it do you reckon it's 60 frames i don't know irrelevant to what my point is this Close that to, yeah the the biggest curse of the ps5 and i know if i i have a pc and i've definitely i i'd recognize it when i played the resident evil 2 demo but it didn't really click with me until i played resident evil until i played playstation 5 frame rate is king it oh yeah it just is and 100%. it's but like i said when i when i tried tales of arise briefly in um graphics mode i was just like whoa whoa this cutscene looks really weird and stuttery. What's going on? All right, now we're going yep. back to we're going back to sixty frames. Like, yeah. So that's it's cool, but it's fair. Like for people who may, like maybe you do want it to look a bit nicer, but at the cost of something like that, it's nice to have the option. So yeah, it's good. It's good. It seems to be coming becoming a thing that's just there. Yeah, absolutely. And like I just happened to stumble across it, and yeah, now I feel like it. it and especially if I'm playing a roguelike, I want it to run smoothly you just oh, want absolutely because you get into that flow state when you're playing these types of games where you're just like cool yep oh, i'm dead cool yep reload yep go around do my things yep back into the thing and i'm i'm, I'm just i'm constantly going like I, and i really like that. that's why I, that's why i like playing roguelikes because i'm constantly just moving um because yeah i before this i've been playing 
I've been playing Enter the Gungeon again just because I hate myself. Um, One day, Joel, we'll actually have to have like an intervention, I think. I think you will. Like, because every now and then I just like, oh, just play it again. And then it's like a week of that's what I'm playing every night is Enter the Gungeon. Um, and just not making any progress, like just playing it. I, I don't, I don't understand why I do that. I don't understand. Because well, it's fun and that's fine. It is fun. Like- <laughs> yeah, it is fun. Like, that, I think that's what it is. But like, I'm, I'm like, I could be. I've got other fun games that I could. I could be playing Hades. I could be making progress to getting that epilogue, oh and I'm not doing that. I look at the so, at the to do list of the epilogue, and I'm just like, look, I love so Hades, much. but I'm I'm good, man. It's so much. I really want to get it though, but anyway, um, yeah. So if you if you like if you like roguelikes, I think this is definitely worth checking out. If you love Hades, I think also this is definitely worth checking out. Um, I'm just really excited that. There are like devs out there that are trying to tell fun stories and make them as accessible as possible still, whilst keeping the feel and flavor of the genre. Um, because sometimes you just want to you just want to win. <laughs> like it's sometimes true. you just want to win. And yeah, like I, I for some reason I don't mind not winning, but like I get it. Like I totally get it. Sometimes it's so frustrating when you're just like, I just want to get to the next bit, please. Man, um, I I am I'm a master of not winning. I love the Souls games. <laughs> so like well, yeah, right? But I totally get why people would want them to be more accessible uh-huh. so that they could continue them. Like yep. I'll fight a boss like 10 times in a night and fail every single time. Yep. And I'm still like fuck I love it. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. If that's yeah. frustrating to someone, I get it. Like there should be uh-huh. an option for that. And I know that that's sort of a role that that the um, summon system does, but I don't know. I, there does need to be more there, and it's cool to see games like the roguelikes that are sort of stepping into that because mm-hmm. roguelikes are notoriously difficult. That's that's their whole thing. So it is cool and they to had be a, a bit more welcoming with those features, for sure. And they were also like a little bit. I don't want to. I feel like some of their fan bases were a little bit like gatekeepy with it as well. Sometimes yeah. speaking, speaking again, I play Souls games. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, they that, are gatekeepy. That's it. Like so. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I, I've never I've seen like one ending. I think of the Binding of Isaac. I've played that game I remember, so I fucking remember much. When you finished it, Joel. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, quote like air quotes finished it. Um, but even with Gungeon, like I've I've, I can probably count on like both my hands the amount of times I've gotten to the final boss, and I could count on one finger. The amount, uh, maybe two fingers. The amount of times I've actually beaten it, um, but then there's so much else to do in that game that that you think that the laundry list for, for Hades is long. Like Gungeon is crazy, but yeah, I think yeah, Dreamscaper is definitely worth checking out. It's on sale at the moment. It's like twenty five bucks. Um, it's on PC as well. I don't know if it's on anything else. Um, I know it's on PC because I remember it was a demo I yes. had installed for the longest time, but I never booted yeah. it up. <laughs> I, well, that's why I played the demo in on PC, and I was like, I really like this. This is really fun. Um, so when I saw it was out on Switch, I like added it to my wish list, and then yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really pretty as well. I think it would be worth playing on PC as well, just to sort of see it in running so in, tough because in its element. Likes but are just the best on Switch. That's, that's exactly why I bought it. That's why I was like, I don't really care that it doesn't look as good. Take the performance. It's running smoothly to play and- in handheld. It's yeah. king. It's king for roguelikes. Um, yeah, so it's on Switch, it's on Steam, and on um, Epic Game Store as well. 
but it's worth checking out 100%. I really, really like it. I'll get back to it eventually. It's going to be one of the, it, it's a roguelike, so it's a game that I'll just come back to and I'll just keep plugging away at, nice. um, trying to get through the story of it. But yeah, really cool stuff. Um, before we move on to our joint games, I'm going to really, really, really quickly, just a little quick one, because it was, okay. again, it's relevant to the Switch, the, the Direct that we had. Um, the demo yep. came out after the Direct for Voice of Cards, which is the new game from uh, Yoko Taro, mm-hmm. behind, obviously, the Nier games and the Dragon Guard games and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, so this game, I remember it was announced like a month ago or so but we didn't know much about it, but we knew, we had a bunch of names. So we knew there was like music from the near person and some character designs from like the idea and Dragon Guard and stuff. I think at that time it was only announced for mobile as well. I, th- I don't remember I feel. that. I, I remember it was... being like, oh, it's a mobile game. So yeah. I remember Yoko Taro saying that it wasn't going to be connected to the Dragon Guard universe or anything like that, but like, yeah. I'll believe it when I finish the game. Thanks. Not yeah, that I've exactly. played any Dragon Guard games, but the internet will tell me if it is. <laughs> um, but this, so this game is incredibly interesting. And obviously if you've seen the direct um, and, and like, honestly, if you haven't, you've watched the trailer, you could play the demo. It's on PlayStation switch. And I think PC, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know it's on mm-hmm. those other two platforms. Uh, so this is a, it's an RPG, uh, but it's completely themed over tabletop RPGs in a world where everything is a card. And yep. It's so simple, but it works so well. Yep. Uh, so, like, you are just a little token moving around cards, and, like, when you step on a card, it flips over to reveal the terrain, and, yeah, that's just sort of how you get around the world. Yep. Um, all the story is told by a narrator. All the characters are, like, voiced by the narrator, sort of telling the story. Combat is turn-based, but um, it's, again, just so stylized, where a little board comes across and like the cards lay out on it. You pick your moves. Some of them have like dice rolls and stuff like that. Like I got to move yeah, that, I love that shit. A move that um, freezes enemies. If my dice roll is over five. And so yeah, it's that's awesome. Like, it's great. It's really cool. And this is a game that I normally wouldn't be into, but something about this demo is just like, no, I think I might get this. It comes out at the end of October. It's relatively cheap. It's coming out. Yeah. It switched, which is where I'll probably get it. Oh, uh, yeah, for not sure. Not too demanding of the hardware. The music is incredible because, I mean, it's again, it's the person who did news music. It's just, yeah. it's going to be great. You just know it. Like, when the trailer started on the direct, I'm like, oh, it's that game from the like, from Taro because I know that near music anywhere. Right, yeah. It's pure class. But, um, yeah, again, uh, again, if you didn't see the direct, go watch the trailer. And if you've got a, a PlayStation or a Switch, definitely give this demo a download because yeah, it turned me, I was not a non-believer when I heard about it, but... I'm always dubious of this sort of game and it I was worried because it leans so heavily into it where like it is literally it's like hey man you're a token moving around cards and there's combat it's also cards it's all cards everything is cards yeah. and dice rolls uh, but the it's... demo was really good and sold me on the concept it runs for about 40 minutes or so I want to say and um, yeah, I'm yeah I'm <laughs> I played about 10-15 minutes of it but I was really tired and it's because it's all like cards and stuff. It's, it's tough. You've got to be, you've gotta be like, <laughs> focused. I'm not feeling this right now. I need to play something else. Um, but I haven't gone back to it. I need to go back and, and do it because this is like, this is my shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's coming up real it, soon as well. Yeah. And it, it also, um, it reminds me a lot of Hand of Fate and Hand of Fate 2, which I played a, f- a little bit of on Switch, um, which is made in Melbourne. But uh, similar thing where you're like, you're, when you're moving around the, the area, it's all cards. 
But the difference is when you go into combat scenarios, it's like, like, action RPG. Like it's, um, like hack and slash combat basically. Oh, okay. And you've got like abilities and things. So, um, yeah, you should you should check out Hand of Fate. It's really cool. Yeah, I always meant to. Again, it's made in Melbourne. So, um, but yeah, this looks really cool. And I mean, it's yeah, yeah like Tara, I, so I'll, I'll give it a go at the very least. Yeah, I'll probably buy it when it comes out. Like I really really liked the demo. I might wait and see what reviews are, but mm-hmm. like a lot of the time, the issues, <laughs> for better or worse, the issues that usually people usually have with Yoko Taro stuff is sometimes they can be a bit repetitive, maybe a bit mm-hmm. long, but I don't know. This this one might break that. We'll see. I do think if it is repetitive and long, you're going to really feel it since it's all cards. I mean, it's all cards as far as we know. There's no point like assuming That's it's a- going to stay the same the whole way because he's... It know. seems it seems very on the nose that the game is called Voice of Cards, and then the person who's talking to you is the Voice of Cards, yeah. and he shames you at the start as he well does. if you don't use sound. And I was like, Yeah, okay, like fine, I did love I'll it as the well. Sound up a little bit. I love. I'm like, okay, I know exactly what sort of game I'm getting into when he talks yeah. about like there being subtitles and all that. I'm like, yeah, all right. He's like, there's subtitles there, but like, I'll be talking to you the whole time, <laughs> and it's like he basically says, like, I'll be really upset if you don't. Listen to me talk. I'll Please like, listen. <laughs> fine, I'll turn the sound up. We voiced then. all this stuff. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I love that, like, you interact with people in the village, or you beat monsters, and like, then you can go into the menu into your collections, and you can read that that character's story on a card. And the more you encounter them, the more you get yeah. bits of their story. Like I, which is I cool, flipped yeah. it over, and like in the full game, their cards will have backs as well. Like you can flip the cards yeah. to read them more. It's gonna be. It's going to be crazy. But yeah, it's I don't cool want to talk stuff. too much about it because it's a very short demo. It just came out, but I, I felt like it was worth bringing up because it's really interesting. I mean, as per usual for Yoko Taro. But um, yep. definitely looking at picking that up when it comes out. But cool stuff. speaking of Switch games, this is a game that came out a week and a half ago. We've, I definitely was counting down the days until it was released. Right. Uh, first game from a Chinese studio called Pixpill. Uh, is Eastwood. Yes. So, the most striking thing about Eastwood, I would ob- obviously, is how it looks. But this is a, a game that is part Zelda, part Earthboundy, and it's like style and writing and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the combination is just, it's a winner. <laughs> yep. Really it really is. Like, um, this is the reason why I'd stop playing Dreamscape is because I just had, I, I was watching a whole bunch of different things and people were just a bit like the people who were talking about Eastwood were just like, it's so good. It's really good. Play Eastwood. And I was like, I really should play Eastwood. It was in my like wish list as well. And I was like, just got my tax back. Ah, uh, just treat myself again. Treat yourself. So I did. And uh, that's why I ended up picking it up as you're well. Do, but... You're doing your part for your game of the game of the year list. That's exactly right. Right, even though Dreamscaper came out this year as well. Oh, did it? I thought. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So maybe it was. Doing, I think it's you're pulling double duties for your game of year list. I am. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And like technically, with the other game we're talking about as well, I finished that one as well. So it's like got fingers in pies everywhere, and I've got the other one that I've just I've only just started. It's too much stuff. But too much stuff. But yeah, um, Eastwood is, is great. The this game easily has some of the best sprite pixel work i've seen in any mm-hmm. video game yeah to the point where when i when i get to the end of this year it might be the best looking game i played this year i just every time i'm in a new area 
or exploring. It's just, it looks so good. For a game that is, as far as I know, probably going to end up being very dark. Um, yeah. yeah, well, bet there are hints very early on, and we're both mm-hmm. pretty... I would say we're both still in, at least we're in the first half of the game, so I don't think we've got yeah. the full gra- a full grasp on how dark it'll get, but uh, it's it's coming. You can tell it's coming. Oh, it's grim. Yeah, the last thing I did was... Anyway, um, but for a game that is like, yeah, essentially feels very dark, it's so vibrant. Even yeah. in that, like, that opening area of like... I mean, if it's, Spoilers the start of the game. It's but the like, start of the game. We get, I would say we're we're free right on the start of the game. Yeah, like you're you're like you're, you're in an underground like city, and like it still looks full of life and beautiful and colorful. Like yeah, there's colorful, so many the lighting, beautiful colors going on. Yeah, it's very it's very great. cool. Then you open up yeah. the map and it's super earthboundy slash zellery. Uh, mm. Yeah, this game is really good, and it's funny because I, I was obviously excited for it. But like, as soon as I booted it up, I was just I'm like, no, nah, I'm in love. I love this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I very much me too as well. I started playing it. And I was like, yeah, this this feels good. This is this is nice. And then yeah, it's so anyway. Our main characters are John and Sam. John mm-hmm. is a silent protagonist, as it were. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam carries a lot of the dialogue for the for the game story for the main cast. Um, she is an adorable little girl who's got uh-huh. a lot of energy. John and yep. Sam both have unique abilities. So, for example, John plays more like a Link in a Zelda game yep. where you've got a panda swing, you can drop bombs, there's some other things you get later. And Sam, Sam's entire role, she, there are certain puzzles that she excels at with because she basically summons like light and then shoots it off. And it's that's like used energy, beam, yeah, yeah. energy stuff to light up objects and all that, but it can also trap enemies in bubbles, which then mm-hmm. you can, because you can swap back and forth with the shoulder buttons, which is neat as well. Yeah. Once that, once that ability, like that, that whole mechanic opens up, it's like, oh, okay. I see what this game's doing now. Like we're actually going to, yeah. Then you start getting to the puzzles where you've got to, you've got to split them up as well. Yeah. And like and I, then, I did one where yeah. I went, I was basically going to the side, two sides of the, uh, a, a, a river. And having to like fix issues on both sides with each character, and like it's a simple yep. thing, but it just worked really well. And like it's it's not overwhelming either. Like it, it's it again, like you, you sort of get into a bit of a, a flow state with it, where you're like, you can see what's coming up. And you're like, cool, all right, Sam's on the other side. There's something over there that she needs to fix. And as you're walking down, you'll just flick over to her and like bring her down. And like, yeah, managing the characters becomes like second nature after a yeah. while. And it has enough. It has enough of that. Obviously, I won't say exactly like it because it's, there's something special about how Zelda does it. But it has yeah. enough of those moments where you're just like, oh, like when you fit when something hits you on the head, and you're like, oh, yep. I, okay, I get it now. I get how I'm supposed to solve this little puzzle, or how I'm supposed to, like, when I've got my character split up, how I'm supposed to make them interact. Just enough of those little moments to keep you stringing along. Yeah. Um. The music is nice. I haven't noticed any standout tracks, but I think it just suits the atmosphere really well a lot of the time. The one track that stood out to me was the one that plays during the thing that I just did. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say because it's what that was awesome. Yeah. I actually like cranked the volume up on that. But I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Good. Feeling this. Again, yeah. 
I wouldn't say a standout, but it definitely there's some good songs. And again, more than anything, it just suits the mood and the atmosphere of every game, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was to harp on something, and it wouldn't be much, it is probably the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's it's. I'm not sure if it gets even more complicated or like more full on later on, but because it's pretty simple, swing it, pan and enemies and that sort of stuff, drop bombs maybe. Again, other methods to take him down. It's fine, I guess. Uh, I think we we were talking about this. I think last night we were messaging back and forth about it. Because um, I agree, I think it's like the one thing I would be like, ah, if they just tweak this a little bit, it would be just a fucking stellar game. Um, but it's obviously not the focus of what they wanted to do. No, but, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, it's if they added like a block or a dodge yeah. roll or a parry even like it's yeah like just something that's sort of like when you get into those situations especially later when you get certain things making it a little bit more twin sticky um because yeah, they well, kind of do it it's a twin stick on a one stick on on one stick yeah for goodness um, sake he fights with a fry pan it's it's perfect for blocking <laughs> exactly right yeah. like fucking PUBG made an entire like personality out of that like it's exactly. um yeah, like I, I think if if because the other the right stick doesn't do much. You can use it to switch between items. I only found out that yesterday, and I was like, it's, okay, cool. Honestly, it's pretty useful when you start when you get a bit further in. Like for example, yeah, not surprising because you can see it on the menu. I got a second bomb type, and being able to swap okay. on with the right stick is very useful. Okay, cool. All right, well, I'll, I'll reserve my my opinions on that then until I've I've. Uh, experience it a bit more but but it's but not yeah. like they couldn't have found another solution like you know hold down a shoulder button and then use the right stick to do that and still give you more control with the right stick but yeah it's not, yeah. It's, it's not a huge issue it's just some, probably the thing that stuck out the most to me i think i i agree i think it's it's and it's not it's not bad no 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 absolutely not no 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 it feels like it it's just like, feels fun. like a, it feels like a link to the past that's what it feels like yeah i would like, say maybe not as not as yeah i don't know i no, yeah, you know, you're, you're probably right in a lot of sense. I think a link to the past is like because it's it it's because a link to the past is as as great as it is. It is because it's an old game, but it's, a shield though. <laughs> that's true as well. You do have a shield, but um, yeah, it is. It's just a little bit. Like, who knows? Maybe later on you get a shield or something. Yeah, like true. That. Like I don't again, know. I but, think I'm like fifteen or twenty hours in now, so mm, but not much like, shield yet. Like three or four or five or six, I don't know, so, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very good, though. It is. I think we'll, we'll definitely be talking about this because I feel like the story's going to get real interesting. I am curious because the one thing I saw from reviews were talking about how it, again, no spoilers because I don't know how it ends, okay. but one of the points that a lot of reviews came into was it apparently sort of drops the ball on the ending. Uh, but still, I'm, again, I'm curious to know what happens to make people say that. Like, it's but yeah, true, and also it's the journey exactly. Like, and I think well, again, the journey the, the game's and the still revealing yeah. well. So it's you were saying before there was just one moment I had when I was just playing it just before we started recording. Um, I I you were saying about like the the the, the most beautiful like pixel art sprites that you've seen it's in a while, and I agree. But even it's not even just the way they look, just the way that they react and move. They're so emotive in the way that they do things. Like there was a part where one character was like 
slowly turning back around to someone. And the way that they did it, it was so fluid, seeing them slowly turn back around to look at someone behind them. And it, I was like, I I hadn't ever really seen that in pixel, like in this like sprite work before. I was like, that was gorgeous. Like, it's really good. It's, it's amazing. It's yeah, it's uh, very good. One issue I had was I just did a boss fight. Again, this could be Switch exclusive because it is also on PC. I think it's just Switch and PC at the moment. But I did do a boss fight just the other night where the performance took a pretty big nosedive. Mm. Um, it was in it was in TV mode, so maybe handheld mode's better. But yeah, it was just like the boss fight was fine, and then it went to its second phase, and I was just like, oh, this mm. feels like I've gotten a bit choppy here. A bit choppy. But right. again, apart from that, I haven't really had any other performance issues. It's um yeah, I don't think I've had any either. I think it's yeah, it's been pretty pretty flawless for me so far. I, I, I don't like get too bogged down in it because we haven't finished it yet. But also yeah. a special shout out to the um uh old school RPG built into the game called Earthborn, which you can play at like consoles and you get a memory card to save your progress and take it with you and all that. Uh, yes. it's just, it gets a really cool throwback to the old Dragon Quest and Earthboundy sort of type of RPG. And it the fact really... that it's all built and baked into the game is great. Yeah. And that the is not only is it is built and built and baked into the game, it's like the characters within the game play it. Like there yeah. are there are characters that that's their that's their pastime as they play this game. Um so that's really cool as well. Uh I just I like how it, they've they've boiled down like a JRPG into like it's almost like a speed run of a JRPG where it's just like the text moves so quickly and you're moving around the map like quickly enough and you're unlocking things and you're finding stuff to try and grinding characters. Uh, and then when you die, it's that's it. You sort of go back to the start bar a couple of things. It's yeah. really cool. I really liked it. Um, but yeah. So we'll definitely come back to this when we finish it, I reckon. Uh, sure. it'll, it'll almost definitely be coming up <laughs> next year. Which gets uh, closer yeah. and closer as I keep remembering and realizing as I every time I play a game, I'm like, oh dear God. Yep. It's happening. Yep. yep, 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 yep uh yep, yep, so yep. before we move on to our next segment, we also you you played and finished this first. And yep. the way that you it was actually sort of a reverse thing for you and Eastwood. For me, it was with this one with the Artful Escape. Was right. I saw a few people talking about it and you talked about it. Our friend Liam talked about it and loved it. Yep. And I was just like, okay. I really have to play this game. It's made in Australia. It's been a long time coming. I remember like every time it shows up at a, at a presentation, I know you in particular get excited about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it. Just last night I hit credits. My PC yes. tried to stop me. Like my Xbox game pass app was just an absolute shambles, but I managed to get to credits in the end. Oh. And I don't know how much we want to talk about it. Do we want to keep this simple and maybe consider doing more of it later just to keep the show moving along I, that's probably not a terrible that's not a bad idea i think but yeah. um i will say that this game for me uh, if you do play this game it's on game pass for starters Absolutely. so if you have game pass it's a no-brainer it's about four to five hours long it doesn't overstay its welcome um it has a fucking incredible soundtrack it absolutely um, it just it is probably the best soundtrack in a game I've heard this year so far. I I Which, would have to agree. Granted, a game about this heavily into music, you'd hope so, yeah. but like it yeah. is nice to see it just like absolutely pulled off. I think too though, it's a very specific 
type of music. So it, yeah. if you're not into that, it might not True. hit that's as a, much. That's a good point. Um, so that's, I guess, you know, buy beware with that. But for me in particular, I fucking loved it. And I played, I think, probably like 85% of it with headphones. And it is so loud, but in the best way. I had to turn it down in the actual game settings because it was just so loud in my headphones. <laughs> but it's just stunning. I really enjoyed it. The way I describe this game is it just feels like a big warm blanket of just comfort. And especially, you know, it, even dealing with some of the, the, the subject matter that it's dealing with, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's comforting to me, this game. Um, I love it. I think it's just gorgeous. It's stunning to look at. Like, Oh, holy yeah, the way this game shit. commits to its art style, just, just yep. that psychedelic sci-fi yep. stuff is just, like, melting my eyeballs with colours and gorgeous environments and like incredibly detailed environments as well with like stuff going on in the background yep the fact that Depend- you know it's running obviously and again it's not surprising but you know running two music tracks like the the game soundtrack and then you anytime you hold down x for shredding oh, and just it. having them run at the same love time it. which obviously you are shredding at all points when you can like it's just 100 oh, percent, yeah because honestly like because stuff happens in the background and it doesn't i tested it it doesn't happen if you don't Hold that button down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm gonna hold that button down. Absolutely, I'm gonna hold that button. And down. also, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just wail away. Um, and I was like, that's it, this is uh, even touching on like the voice cast of this game. This, who the performances all were really good. Fucking great, yeah. Like everyone in Carl, this game, Carl Weathers, like Carl Weathers, yeah. Lena Headley as well did a yeah. fucking excellent, and Jason Schwartzman as well. Like, of those three did just <laughs> beautiful. Jason Schwartzman is fantastic in this the, game the main two who i wasn't super familiar with like they did really they were great as well yeah yeah um i think the like the guy who plays francis vendetti is from teen wolf i oh, believe oh really who was he in teen wolf i think hang on let me look. let's I, find I, out I, I we're doing wanna, this live we're doing it live michael johnson yeah michael johnson he, his name he was role of Corey bryant in the mtv series teen wolf I'm just wondering because I know there was a, there was a bunch of Teen Wolf in um, FF7 remake. <laughs> oh, oh, he was in uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, there we go. So, but, but, but and he was it. in it. He was in a Tales game. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in Tales of Zestaria. Nice. <laughs> Dustin Elysian Tale. Yeah, he's got a couple of little. Oh, he was in the Blackout Club as well, which is that that horror game that we want to play. You want oh, to play yeah, it? I it's might. Like always sort of like lingering on on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, um, yeah. He's done a few different things. Nice, but yeah, he did a really good job. And yeah. yeah, Violet's voice actor also great. Like, yeah, just a really good cast, really good performances. I, I, yeah, I adore this game. I think it's yeah. Again, if you've got, I think for the most part, most people will find something to enjoy about this game. Um. There's but just I, I, something satisfying about running along and holding X and just yep. like the platforming that you're doing is never super hard, but it's yep. just fun enough. Like when you slide in a big slide and then you go into a jump and then you can just like, like when you get the ability to like do your glide in the air, when you, when you hold an X oh, in the yeah. air, just like, it's just, and granted it got me 
not killed, but I fell down some holes a couple of times because it was that much fun. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. have no regrets. <laughs> I would do it because there's a double jump as well. But I'd yeah, there is a double use, jump. I would never use it. I'd use the guitar jump. Yeah, absolutely. Which is the, the best jump. thing to do. Um, and also, too, um, just before we wrap up on this, because, I, I yeah, I think we could talk about this a lot more. It's just I mean, we great. probably will. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, <laughs> I definitely think I will be, for sure. But um, did you see that there's a knee slide button that only activates, I think, in the, the final God damn area? it. I had, did not. It doesn't pop up. It was only because I looked at the control layout I'm and there was a button. Now. It was like knee slide. <laughs> and I'm like, and I kept pressing it every now and then. It wouldn't work. And it finally worked at the end. And I was like, that huh. That's so annoying because I would have loved yeah, that those, slide, especially that the, end part. The big, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I but I think one. this is just a good game. This is a, it would be a good game too for like uh, people if you've got like a friend or like a partner that's not into video games as much that might just want to watch along, and you you're into this kind of, I guess like this kind of music or this kind of story. Uh, Even just like the most. You, the, the most ba- the ba- the basis element of a story like obviously it is incredibly tied up in like music and all that but even the basis yep. element of like finding who you are basically <laughs> especially mm-hmm. if you are living in the yep. shadow of someone else it's just yes yeah it's it's, it's very stunning it's very good um also if you like drugs as well <laughs> i feel like this game would be very enjoyable um because it's, at certain points it felt like i was on drugs <laughs> yeah 100 percent. it is just like it gets to a point and then like it's just like oh cool i'm on acid now like i'm just on acid for the next four hours this is me um yeah it's it's great it's i awesome. really really enjoy this game i am very oh, much happy about i played it good um, i'm glad you i'm glad you liked it I'm it really was really am. good again the only yeah. thing to stop me was and again it was probably the xbox apps fault is towards the end I had some pretty annoying crashes, but I managed to get to the end and see get halfway through the credits before it crashed again. I was like, it's one AM. I, I yeah. look, I hit credits, that that counts. It <laughs> counts. There's nothing after the I credits. I got the cheapo for winning, so Yeah. There's three achievements that I didn't get. And there was like there's like basically like optional stuff that you could do in there. And I was like Yeah, I saw one for like jamming with a snowman. I'm like, what? That, yeah. I had Where fucking fuck no idea. I was like, where's the snowman? <laughs> like that was yeah, there's a there's a whole thing like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And there's one more as well where I was like, really? Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I, I oh. actually played the first half of this game on my Xbox one S and I played the back half of this game on my series S. So it looks even fucking so it looks so good running on decent hardware as well. Like, yeah, I, I played on PC, ooh. so it looks stunning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and it, but it still looks great. And runs really well yeah. on the Xbox One S as well. It's definitely the benefit of like the, the specific art style we've gone with as well. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah. um, pays off. Uh, yeah. One one little thing. So it, it's a very cool feature. It's a very cool feature that you get to pick your name. I think that's great. I think I would have preferred, because obviously you get to pick like a descriptor, which I think I was laser brain. <laughs> I was exquisite. Nice. So you get to pick yep. like your your artist name, and yeah, you pick a descriptor, and then you enter in your name. I would have liked an option maybe to have some pre-selected ones, just because I, I did, <laughs> it was it, it was jarring sometimes when it'd be like the la- the laser brain guitar riff plays. I'm yeah. like, I wish I could like pick a pick a word, honestly. Not a um, huge issue, but that was just one thing. Where I was like, uh, it's cool that 
to give people the option to like write stuff in, but let me pick something that I can hear them say. I it made me laugh every time. I love the fact that they just committed to the fact that like yeah, your but- name is like how your name is pronounced to like these alien races and whatnot throughout the galaxy is just a guitar shirt. I'm like, like that's fucking great. I mean, I could I don't give too anything away, but I loved a couple of the aliens and how their voices were interpreted oh. as well. It was great. Oh yes, very good. Yes, yes. Um, I love like the whole sequence where you get to dress yourself. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so, just a really cool game. It's just a nice game. Looking for a game it you can play nice. in like four or five hours. Mm-hmm. If you like this particular genre of music. <laughs> yeah, um, and you'll feel cool. and you'll feel really good at the end. I would, say, I would like, definitely say like watch a trailer if you have no idea what this is even about and go mm-hmm. from there. But yep. um, yeah, very happy I played it. For sure. Uh, well, I think that just about does it for our quest log. Man, we, have, yeah. we played some good video games. We did. And there's so many more good ones to come. It's oh my God, truly yeah. we are burdened. Uh, <sighs> too much. Yeah, too much, too much. But, you know, without further delay, I think it's time we head straight into the bonus round. Bonus round. So, as always, our bonus round is our whatever the heck we want it to be segment. And again, I feel like we've been lucky the last three episodes or so, but we've been blessed with a direct. But at, at the right time, yeah. like spaced yes. out nicely so we could cover it. Uh, it this the right one, week. <laughs> a lot of people had been expecting a big, well, not necessarily a big, but a September direct. Like Nintendo has done one at least for the last few years. Uh, mm-hmm. But the surprisingly, the most hilarious way we found out this would get to happen was with all the stuff going on with the patent filings and all that for the new controller they had. It was just like, hey, uh, confidentiality lifts on, um, what date was it? The 24th or something? The 23rd? Yeah, it was, yeah, literally the day the, after. The 24th, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, it lifts on the 24th. And everyone's like, well, we're going to find out what this thing is either way on that day. It's probably yep. going to be a direct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we will probably pretty savagely dope or nope our way through these announcements because there was a few things in there. Not all of it, I think, is that interesting to talk about, but um, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Uh, we started off very much in our wheelhouse. Oh, yeah, we did. Opening with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. coming. Let's go. Summer, so our winter, please stop using seasons, winter yeah. 2022. Yeah, uh, look, this looks so fucking good. It's funny, and it's all dope. We saw is, not much to talk yeah. about, but it's dope. No, not much to talk about at all. It, I think they've said there's going to be like uh, new locales, new monsters, obviously. Um, and I think that like, new story stuff as well. Yeah. So um, the, the area that they showed off in, in this, like, all we saw is like, basically one of the monsters flying around and just looking like terrifying in, in this, like, gothic looking, like, red soaked area i mean i totally thought this was something castlevania related initially i'm like man i'm getting super yeah. castlevania vibes from this but, it wasn't um, until i saw the monster flying i was yeah. like oh monster hunter there we go so um there will be a stream for tgs uh, on september 30th roughly mm-hmm. time zones permitting uh yep. but we'll cover sunbreak so it'll be interesting to see that but the biggest thing it wasn't obviously in the direct because this is like a nintendo be like hey sunbreak's coming to switch next year also coming the same day to pc oh, i didn't know this was, was a thing that has not been widely talked about obviously because the direct was like hey man come get some break on the switch and it's coming yeah. out like after the show there's been people being like hey apparently it's the same day on pc so there you go like 
Cool. Now what I need from you, Capcom, is to say there will be cross-platform transfers. Yep. And cross progression. And then I will, I will get. I will buy it on PC immediately. The 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 like the ace in the hole, like absolute slam dunk, will be if they do cross progression. You can constantly yeah, like go back, back and, and forth. forth like um, shit. What was I playing that has that? What was I playing that has that? Something recently on Switch. Holy crap! It's gone. It's just gone. I don't know what it was. Oh shit! What was that? I almost want to go get my Switch. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. get it. Joel, entertain right. the audience. Oh, oh god, no pressure. I've got to vamp for a little bit here. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I cannot wait for this. This is going to be great. Um, I think it's going to be a safe bet that Kyron's going to be in the same camp that we're going to double dip probably on PC this stage. Um, because your housemate Brendan will definitely want to come join the fun. Um, so I think yeah, having that. Uh, it, it, the best thing will be is if there is cross progression and we both double dip on PC and Brendan gets it as well, we just roll up in our fucking ridiculous bullshit gear and just help walk him through all the low level quests. <laughs> just help him just blaze through all that shit. Okay. And then we'll... um. Good work, Joel. Yeah. I think that was very good. Yeah. I remember what it was and it was a game where I don't have it installed anymore because it was, a, it was a, um, a full game trial. It was Daemon X oh. Machina. You can actually you can play oh. on the Switch and transfer your progress to the PC version, which is really cool. Interesting. It feels like something Capcom would do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like because then because then if they do that, then they're guaranteeing like people like us that so they're going to double dip, so they're going to get another full sweet. release. Like, come on, man, just let me yeah, do 100%. it. hundred <laughs> percent. I'll do it. Yeah, um, but yeah. And- so again, we don't know much about Sunbreak, but it's it's they're saying the talk is it's going to be very Iceborne like, and I heard great things about Iceborne. Yep. So yeah, definitely. One I mean, the fact that it's called Sunbreak, Iceborne, yeah, right. <laughs> like you kind of can put two and two together from that, I guess. Um, next up, we had a small update on Mario Party Superstars, which is a no yeah. from me. Not yeah, it's a no from me. Not, I, feel, I feel like we know what that game is now. It's fine. Yep. It's cool. The the Mount Mini Games is pretty cool. Coming yes, back. that is that's, true. That's, that's actually true. a very cool point. That's a good point. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars had its big old trailer. Again, it's dope. Mm-hmm. We talked about it, mostly how it plays in the quest log. But yeah, definitely again, yep. we keep my eye out for October 28th for that one. Yep. Uh, next up was Disco Elysium, the final cut. Uh, mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Absolutely. If you have not played this game, please play this game. <laughs> please do it. It's great. I'll, I'll, I might try and squeeze. Uh, it feels very daunting to me to play. Um,. I mean, I can see that. It's you can take your time with it, which is great. Mm. Um, but if you like a good, if you like a good story, like talk, like good talking RPG, like with dice rolls mm-hmm. and all that, like yeah, I I keep looking at it and I'm like, oh, and then I get, I, I like get too scared and run away. <laughs> Trust me, John, I was intimidated at first as well. But the good thing okay. is, it's I, I don't know how to really put it into words, but like. I I failed a, a lot of the immediate stuff because I was just my roles were bad, but I still right. got to the end and was just like, "This game is great. This is okay. cool." All right, all right. I'll I'll, I'll I will endeavor to, to squeeze it. Yeah. So that's coming out October twelfth for digital and early twenty twenty two for physical. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a trailer for High Will High Rule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass wave two. No, no. for me. 
nothing. Yeah, the tra- trailer looks cool. That game looks like it's got a cool story mode, but it really does. It's nice to know it's all pretty much non-canon, so we don't need to worry about it. Yeah, that's coming out October 29, twenty twenty-one. Next up, we got Chocobo GP. There's so the much fuck? to unpack here. So what's a dope what for me? I, it's, I mean, I want to hear what you have to say about it because I, I'm still trying to process so, this. So there was a game, I forget which platform it was on, but there was, a, there was a Chocobo racing game they were working on for something, but it got canned. And it's like, okay. oh yeah, no great loss, whatever. But then we come here, we get Chocobo GP, a game that they promote by being like, you can play as a Chocobo or Gilgamesh. And you're like, hang on a second. <laughs> whoa, 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 I really need you to back up. Because people have gone through the trailer and they're like, but that's Vivi and that's Steimer from Final Fantasy IX. And they're racing on the Alexandria track. What? What is this game? What is this game? I, I'm so curious. I don't think it's going to be good by any stretch of the imagination, I, but no. I am curious. It looks like a cut-rate Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It, and, it really but does. the one thing about it that I do like is the the um, the item system. That That the is very that, cool. Like, yeah, so like you can like you can basically if you pick up like the is it Fira? Fira it's like yeah. the yeah. So if you pick up Fury, then you can if you pick up that that same item again, you can like upgrade its potency to like its different to, levels to, of Faraga and all that. It's it's a really yeah. it's a cool idea. I do kind of like that. The idea I was of like, like that's neat. Yeah, rewarding you for stacking the um the pickups is neat. I'm obviously so curious about the cast, and I I truly think. Square Enix has failed if I cannot ride Fenra as a little chibi Cladstrife. <laughs> Truly. I mean, or or a little chibi like um Noctis in his regalia. Like, come on. That that was where my mind went. I was like, the regalia is gonna be here, right? Just make it like and that. not just and you know what? It's not just Noctis, it's all four oh, of them. Oh, that'd be so good. All four of them. And that's how you throw your items. It's that'd like be awesome. them in the back, Actually, like Josh, casting the items. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> That's that's what's gonna happen. Pull Square Enix and make it happen. Um, Both of those paid DLC, I guarantee it. But yeah, again, I don't have any particular hopes for this game. But that no, if you could go back in time and see the look on my face when I was like, oh yeah, I mean, you can obviously play as Chocobo and Gilgamesh. There are so Um, many Final Fantasy characters, and you're like, yeah, but Gilgamesh is here. You're like, I'm gonna need that's not. It, that's not the only time that that, no, that my not. face was like what? sort of like what? screwed up going what um it gets weirder it, this it does, is oh man there was some swings weirder. for the fences here but yeah um next up we had a an update on smash uh basically this week we'll be learning the final character the final character to come to super smash brothers ultimate will be revealed October 5th which will probably be October 6th our morning like like after midnight probably knowing our luck Mm-hmm. Um, who knows who it's going to be? Yep. I the fact, yeah, the fact that they've announced it as its own direct and that like it's going to be its own thing. This feels like, and it's also because you know it's the final, it's the final character. Like I feel like this, this is gonna, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, I mean, I guess we should dope. I guess we haven't been playing yeah, our own yeah. rules. Um, yeah, this is interesting. I don't is quite clear they cannot make everyone happy Mm -hmm. but i i just hope i just want to i just want to see it you know it's just gonna be nice to know yeah and be like okay that's done for this round (laughs) yeah now we're 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 good yeah 
Now we see yeah. what they do with Smash in the future, which exactly. at this point nearly needs to be a reboot because you cannot bring back all these characters again. It's impossible. Yeah, I think it needs to be like a reboot. Like Ultimate has taken this version of Smash as far as it can go. I think it needs to be a reboot or this is the platform now. Yeah, but Ultimate even as a platform, is the platform. Like, it's, I, I wonder how much it would cost Nintendo to keep doing it. Like, be like, all right, that's true. new platform, relicense all those characters and all those songs and... Like it yeah, really, true. It, it, they are in There's such an interesting position. In like, whew, we'll see. Uh, next up, this one actually leaked before the show. Thankfully, I didn't see it, but this one did actually leak. That is Kirby yeah. and the Forgotten Land coming next autumn. Because it says spring, so it's out autumn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, dope. I look. I actually did see this. I didn't see like I didn't see the screens or anything like that. But I saw that there was going to be a new Kirby game at this direct, like, and it was literally like an hour before, um, like a couple of hours before. Yeah, I think a Nintendo page went live a bit earlier. It had a different name though. I think it might have been the Japanese translation. Yeah, that's. I would yeah. assume when I was seeing the stories after I watched the direct, I was like, "Oh, the names are different," but it is. That's probably what happened. It's. I feel like it would have been like the the direct translation from Japanese, but um, I yeah, look, this looks. Cool. This is Kirby's first 3D outing. Like, yeah, it's neat to see Kirby with a bit of a budget. Yeah, right. Um, and I feel like, yeah, this might be like, I don't know. I could be, I could be swayed by this. This looks, this looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's the intrigue of playing in this post-apocalyptic world as Kirby. Like, what happened yeah. here? We're probably not going to find out, but. Definitely, I reckon we might. I hope, and I hope we do because I think that'd be a really interesting <laughs> hook. Like, I mean, Kirby is the most powerful character in Nintendo canon, so anything's possible. Absolutely, yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, there's, I mean, it's not much else to unpack there. It's, just, it's Kirby running around, it's like, cool. like the the part that got me where I was like, I'll probably play this. Um, it looks like you go to like an abandoned theme park and go to like a little like haunted house part as well. I was like, this looks great. I mean. If I get to ride a roller coaster with Kirby, I'm fucking, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, we really don't know much about it, but except it's 3D. I don't know if we have, again, I don't know if we have full camera control or if it's like a 3D world sort of scenario where it's fixed cameras, but you can move around the 3D space. Yeah. But, you know, Kirby can copy abilities as always. They showed finding some secrets in the trailer, which as I was listening to um Carl Bossman talk about how it's like, it's really cool they did that. And I was like, I didn't even think about it until he said it. I'm like, that is, that's a good point. Like showing us finding secrets with the different abilities is just neat to be like hey you can do this in the game it's like oh mm-hmm. that's nice yep yep um yeah so i'm just really intrigued the- in this game as, and it's it's sort of i'm not going to say it's the same as like breath of the wild and odyssey but um it it feels like kirby is interesting for again with this game like for, for, yeah he's had a switch game already which was star allies or whatever it was that yeah. was just like oh it's another 2d kirby it's fine but yep. this one feels like it could be something we'll see yeah, I think yeah, Kirby Kirby needs some love as well. I he think does. it'd be good for him to to, I mean, to get the the recognition he This will be nearly all the IPs as well, honestly. We've got mm. Mario and Zelda, obviously, Pokemon's coming with a they've yep. had some games, but they've got a new idea ish sort of game coming, sort of mid mm-hmm. to bounds. Kirby. Um we'll see what Metroid Prime 4 looks like. I would say Dread, but Dread is like, hey, you know those two D Metro games? Here's a fucking another one. Enjoy it. I'm like, yes, please. But like Prime 4 could really, could be the one that sort of takes, 
like yeah. 3D Metroid in, in a whole new direction. Really opens it up. Mm. And um, of course, there's yeah. the undying rumors of a new DK coming as well. So yeah, I don't know. Yes. It's cool. Like Nintendo, obviously, it seems like it's been hit pretty hard by COVID, but I think as, as of issue, we're starting to see them like wake up again and be like, all right, guys, we're here. Don't worry. On that In that same vein, we got a, an announcement for an announcement. Uh, mm-hmm. Where Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting free content. Hooray, there's a direct coming. Woohoo. Yeah, it's in uh, Oct- it's the end of October. October. Which I found really I found really interesting because obviously they're gonna do their Halloween stuff again. So maybe they're just gonna do the same thing again. They're not doing anything different for Halloween this year. Maybe, who knows? Because the direct's on October twenty seventh. So it's like even if it is like and I think they said yeah, November that yeah, it's gonna be but from what it looks like, it looks like the rooster's getting added. Which I think Dalton Miner sort of found. Well, you, if you look on the screen that it has for like, and it, like the, the the date and time, like the, the date for the direct. If you look at the back in the background, it's it's a coffee shop. Like you yeah. can sort of t- once you sort of hear and go, and Brewster's face is there as well. Like it's if you watch that, it's like okay, it's coming. I'm just um, curious if we cool. get anything else. Yeah, I'm I'm on the edge of like Nintendo going just, back. Just let me let me get a Metroid again. <laughs> Now's the time to announce those anniversary crossovers. You did one for Mario. Now it's time to do it for Zelda and Metroid. The time is now. It's true. We'll see. We'll see. You I'm might, not. I, I'm you might curious, get that. Honestly, you might get that. Uh, speaking of updates, we got Mario Golf Super Rush getting on content update. It's a nope, but it's cool. Yeah. Two new courses, a couple characters. of characters. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Even reading the name of the next one, I was just like, oh, it's, oh. Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition coming holiday this year. It's a nope from me, mostly it's because I, I think I still see some of those images when I close my eyes. It's, yeah, it's like a 3DS game. It's, it is. It's yeah. like, it it, oh, it seems like it's like um Metopia, but with Disney stuff at Disneyland. I could be convinced by that. Like, I need to see a little bit more of it. I need to do some more research. Oh, wait, on no, this maybe not Metopia. Like, Metopia is the RPG one, isn't it? Yeah, it's um Tomodachi House or whatever it is. Tomodachi. Tomodachi Life. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. That's what I meant to say. If I can go on rides <laughs> at Disney World on my Switch, then I might be considered. Star but Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, the original version, is coming to Switch mm-hmm. on November 11th. Nope, but it's cool. It's pretty cool. I'm like tempted. Good chance to play Codor if you haven't already. It's a good game. Yeah, but, you know, before the That's remake me. comes out in a few years on PC and PS5. That's why I'm like, oh, maybe a, the Switch seems like it'd be a good place to play that. So we followed up by two confusing announcements, and I'll just bundle <laughs> yeah. together into one talking point: Dying Light Two Stay Human Cloud version coming February fourth, twenty twenty two, and Dying Light Platinum Edition coming October twenty twenty one, October nineteen. Nope, and also. I was so confused at first when I started showing Dying Light 2. No. I was like, what is this? And then, oh, cloud version, of course. No way could this one be. Yeah. Switch. I was like, oh, and even still, it looks. It's cloud version. It's a bit rough. It's cloud version. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's hopefully, hopefully there's not well. much more of this in the Switch's future because. I've, yeah. I've enjoyed I enjoyed what I played in Dying Light, like the first one. It's neat. And I played oh, a fair yeah. bit of it. It's a fun game, but yeah, I'm not in a rush to revisit it. Next up, everyone's assumptions were confirmed. 
when Project Triangle Strategy became Triangle Strategy. I love how unceremoniously they did this like, as hey, well. Strategy, just like, the, like, all right. the lower third just popping up. You're like, nope, I guess that's the name then. As always. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now we're still working on this. This is a project title. Yeah, okay. Is it though? Yeah. Is it? I don't just think it is. Cut the square next time, just cut the bullshit and just call it that from the start. Like I like to imagine how it goes. It's dope, by the way. Just talk it's about dope, the yeah. Um, they pitch it, right, in the meeting. They're like, cool, we'll, we'll just call it Project Triangle Strategy and we'll, we'll circle back around and we'll come up with a better name when people have ideas closer to the release. And they, they obviously have their meeting before this trailer goes up. They're like, oh, did anyone think of a better name? No? Ah, oh, shit. Oh, fine, Triangle Strategy. Who cares? Yep, it's Triangle Strategy. At this point, yeah, it almost feels like for, a joke, I- right? We've got, we've got Octopath Traveler, Bravely Default, Sure, I can't wait for strategy. I can't I can't wait for circle theory. Can't like, wait. It's gonna be great. Time. It's gonna be awesome. Game of the year. Game of the year. Yeah. So that's coming out March 4, twenty twenty two. They went over a laundry list of um changes they've done as well, based on feedback from the demo, which is really cool. I I do that's love that really Square. Awesome. Square yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm really very excited stuff. to see that game when it comes out next year. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Uh, yep. Next up was Metroid Dread. I skipped because I am done. You don't need to... Again, I said at the top of a show. I've already bought it twice, okay? Stop. I uh, I skipped it as well because I was like, you know what? I'm doing this for Kyron. So, yeah, I... Yeah, I just can't I trust him ever since I saw that picture on their Twitter nah. account. I just can't... I cannot nah. trust him. Nah. They lost me here. And, like, knowing there's, like, a magazine cover out there as well that might have spoilers on it, I'm, like, I'm super cautious right now. Everything is muted. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut down everything. <laughs> Cody, he's like a little boss just being like no buy everyone dread. stay away everyone listening to the show buy dread please yeah uh, so get vaccinated got, buy dread buy dread just do it i don't give you out of a switch just buy dread yeah just buy dread and have it and like send me a picture of you with dread and you'll make my day um <laughs> next up we've got the the heavy hitting announcement i would say and also yeah. the one we've sort of been the one we expected yeah and that was nintendo confirming that the nintendo switch online will be expanding with the imaginatively named expansion pack in October. I love it. I to love include it. Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. Um, so this is this is a dope, but there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack here. I think like the 64 thing was like really, really cool. And as much as I don't, like me personally, don't really care about the Sega Genesis stuff, seeing how excited that made some people was really cool. I was like, oh, this is a big deal. Like I, Hey man, Streets of Rage 2 is there. Uh, okay, all right. I mean, then, I, but yeah, and I, I might, I might check out some of the games there, and I want to have a look around. Like Fancy Star Four was it? Oh, yeah, what a random one. Four, like you know, yeah. Castlevania Bloodlines, Echo of a Dolphin, mm-hmm. <laughs> Golden Axe, yep, Strider, <laughs> Strider. So yeah, um, so um, real quick, we'll, we'll run through the the launch games for both of them. So mm-hmm. the Nintendo sixty four for us for the um the west because i think japan actually gets a few different ones initially yeah uh we get super mario 64 oh what's that nintendo you can play it outside of the 3d collection what a what a shock what an utter <sighs> twist <laughs> never saw it coming. and they can't they can't even be like oh but no if you want to play like the premium version it's in the the 3d collection it's like no it's the same it's fucking the same, thing it's the same. It's like you didn't put that much uh, whatever, whatever nintendo so yeah super yep. mario 64 mario kart 64 star fox 64 Yoshi's Story, Sin and Punishment, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Winback, Mario Tennis, and Dr. Mario 64. And they teased that more games will come with the examples of Majora's Mask, F-Zero X, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards, Paper Mario, 
and goddamn Banjo Kazooie, which yeah, that's opens a big one. So many doors. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. So many possibilities. Um, these were all, you put Diddy Kong Racing on there. Oh. Yeah, I know, Ooh, right? I let's wonder. go. Let's go. They've got Mario Kart on there, but I mean, like you know, they got Mario Kart and F Zero, so there's two races already. So maybe Diddy Kong. Yeah, but Diddy Kong Racing's a different one. Diddy Kong Racing's. I I refuse to give up hope on Perfect Dark now. <laughs> I, I can't. Oh, wow, that's true. It could happen. I don't know. Maybe Gold Knight. Doubt Gold Knight. But who knows? Um, yeah, there's more chance for Perfect Dark than Gold Knight. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Less licensing issues. But yeah, so and a lot, yeah. they did say that a lot of these will also still benefit from the online, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder if they'll have the rewind function. Mm. I can't see I what it says if it does handle also. it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, and then, of course, yeah. because Sega Genesis is launching with Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, <laughs> Fantasy Star sure. 4, Ristar, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, and Strider. There's so, some cool stuff. I, and I think, too, because, like, all of these are going to be um, playable online as well. Yes, yeah. Um, so it's, it's just across the board for Switch Online stuff as well, which is neat. Uh, which and is a, really cool. Don't yeah. forget that if you are a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, you are invited to have the chance to buy a Cinema controller, which is the Nintendo 64 controller. If you really, oh, yeah. If you really miss that ache in your thumb from using that joystick, have Nintendo got a deal for you? I mean, it's. I'm not going to because you can only use it for those games. It, that's the only thing with it is like, oh, that's really neat, but like, I can only use it for those games, so why bother? Um, but it's pretty cool that you can have like a, a functioning wireless 64 game. It is neat. Now. It is neat. And I'm sure it would cool. be useful if you were playing 64 games on something else, which may or may not be a PC. Uh, do, do, do those Switch Online controllers work on? Just, just no. We're, we're off the air. You can tell me it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I haven't. Tried. <laughs> I don't have any available because I didn't buy the NES or the, S- the SNES ones. Yeah. But, um, I mean, obviously, the the weird thing is that I could like for sixty four games, I could see it working. Yeah. But. I don't know. We'll see. Those C buttons are a sin and that joystick is a nightmare. Um, and you can also buy that. There's also a Genesis controller as well. Uh, they're yep. $50 US. I'm not sure if there's an Australian price point for them yet. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything for them. Yeah, it just says um, yeah, pricing will come in the future. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so we'll know more about that pricing scheme later next month when it's meant to drop. Don't know why yep. they didn't announce it here, but that's just going to be weird, Nintendo yeah. being Nintendo. Maybe they're trying to finalize some of the 64 games. Because there's, there's not as many 64 games as there are Sega Genesis games. So maybe those like other ones they mentioned, they might be trying to finalize deals. Maybe they're trying to finalize a deal with Rare. Stop. And <laughs> Stop this. Who knows? Jeff Walsh, let's go. Blast call. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of talk to be had there, right? Like, obviously... I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because I'm a yeah. sucker. But I totally yeah, get it. people who are like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, Switch Online covers these two platforms already, and it's what you just sort of gonna you're done with that, and they're gonna charge us more to get more. I don't know. Like, I still think it would be yeah. nice if 
it worked like Game Pass. Like you subscribe and you can play them, but maybe you could buy them at a discount. I, I really think that I wish that was a feature. Yeah, I really do. That makes that makes sense. But yeah. But at the same time, but, like the reason I'm not going to complain much is because I'm like, look, I've bought Ocarina of Time so many times. Heck, I yeah. just bought Mario 64 again. Yes. <laughs> so like Exactly. You know what? I'll sub and play it. Who cares? Yeah, I'll play. I'll play him. Still, could have been could have been Game Boy. Could have been Game Boy. Could have been no Game, Game Boy Advance. No love for Metroid. Sorry if you wanted to catch up. Hope you got a you. It's the fucking stupid. It's so annoying. Well, but you know what? We can circle so back annoying. on that in a second. So we got okay. a couple of collection announcements. We got a Shadowrun trilogy with no date coming twenty twenty two. It's a nope from me. But I've never played a Shadowrun game. I think mm. I own them on something. But yeah, I think Epic Game Store they were free once. Yeah, I think I I, I own them on there as well. So no, for me, I think I played a little bit on like a tablet once. Like I played the, the Android version of one. Oh yeah, I do. I think I may have done it as well. Yeah, uh, it's, it's cool, but yeah. The long rumored and often rated Castlevania Advance Collection was officially revealed. This is a dope from me because I bought it as soon as it went up. Like why would yeah. I not? I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I, I have no strong feelings for this personally, but yeah, it's pretty yeah, dope. Aria of so. Sorrow is worth it for 30 bucks alone. But here's right. the thing, Nintendo. You could do this. You could do this with Metroid. Just put Zero Mission, you put Fusion, you put them in a pack, you sell them, and I pay you 30 bucks. And that's it. I don't ask much. <laughs> I'll buy that one. Yeah. I'll buy like, that one. I don't know. It's it's so it, I, As much as I love this collection, as I was playing, I'm like, this could be the Metroid games. Like, why isn't it? And I know the answer is Nintendo is finding the best way to monetize me for them, but it could mm-hmm. be this. And it's cool. Like, you know, much like the first Castlevania collection, it's packed with art and it has all the regional versions for all the games. Yeah, it's that's just, really cool. It's neat. It's <laughs> Konami did it. <laughs> yeah. God. Is this like the redemption arc for Konami? Absolutely like... not. This is just them like cashing in on their, their nostalgia. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was, I was, I, as soon as I spoke the words and they left my mouth, I was just like, no, no, this what is the like, fuck am I saying? This is yeah. minimal effort, Konami, being like, we need to yeah. make some money. I'll uh, just put the Castlevanias in a collection and sell them for 30 bucks. I'll buy it. Yeah. And they were right. Like, at one point, yeah, that thing was right. like number two on the eShop. <laughs> yep. Yeah. People are 100%. hungry. Please. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how hard it is to do. Please do the DS ones. As much as I love the advanced ones, mostly Aria of Sorrow. It's the DS ones where my heart truly lies with Dawn mm-hmm. of Sorrow, Portrait of Ruin, and Order of Ecclesia. I would love to have those on modern hardware. Please, Konami, find a way. And you can even charge more for those ones because, you know, they were DS games. But that, that might be what makes them tricky as well, I guess, because especially yeah. Dawn of Sorrow and um, Order of Ecclesia definitely had some specifically touchscreen-related abilities. So we'll see. I hope. I dream. Wasn't that like a thing you close it and... Okay. Yeah, oh my god, I think um yeah. is that Portrait of Ruin? I know that maybe maybe it was Order of Ecclesia. It's been so long now. But yeah, there was definitely yeah. one where you could sort of close it, like yeah, oh god. You close it out like it was like a puzzle to solve, yeah, like close it out. Like in Dawn of Sorrows, you had yeah. to like draw seals and stuff. So yeah. Uh yeah. We'll see. Oh god, I missed the DS days. So, so yeah. Different I loved times. all that. I loved all that gimmicky shit. It was so <laughs> good. It was like the right amount of gimmicky where it kind of worked. Yeah. Like Absolutely. Never forget Chinatown Wars. GTA Chinatown Wars, man. Be oh, careful. What, what a game. What a game. I Next up was a surprising announcement of Axe Razor Renaissance, um, mm-hmm. which was a shadow drop as well. Mm-hmm. It's a nope from me, but uh, I did not see this one coming. I'm going to probably buy this at some point, 
is an open. Oh, it's yeah, it's pretty dope. I, I well, the only reason I want to say it, the only thing I want to talk about it is that it's a game that I like. People that I know, like that, I t- like I watch and follow, like have mentioned about Actraiser being like a, an amazing game, um, and then like seeing it in action and seeing like how it actually plays, I was like, huh, that actually kind of looks really, really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm probably gonna play this at some point because I I want to I want to get it. Sounds good. I'm just unnecessarily hung up on the visuals. It's not feeling them. That's fair. That's fair. Didn't bother me all that much, but it's fine. So next up was the thing that you actually called, and I was like, I yes. don't know, Joel. Like it yes. seems really arbitrary to have this release and then have the console thing happen later. <laughs> it 100 um, is. Yeah. Delta Rune chapters one and two are on Switch. Chapter one was already there, but now it has yep. been updated to include the second chapter, which just came out recently. Uh, this is yep. a dope for me, if only because I want to say I love Toby Fox. <laughs> yep, fuck yeah, it's a dope for me for the exact same reasons, and also to say that yeah, it was just it was funny because like I I was hearing I was I think I was watching kind of funny talk about chapter two the day before, <clears throat> and I was like them talking about it. And I'm like Delta already on Switch. I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna do, and that's why I messaged you. I was like, I wonder if they're gonna do a like shadow drop for chapter two. And I was like, I just, I no, no, had this feeling it was gonna happen. Yep, lo and behold, there it is. Um, Toby Fox shows up. Now I've, I've got no excuse, right? Because um, mm-hmm. I when it was announced, I'm like, fine, I'll update my Delta Rune on PC to include chapter two, knowing that I already had chapter one on my Switch. Yeah. Um, but now two's there, so now I got to play it, and I will. Mm-hmm. I played most of chapter one. But now that chapter two is out as well, I'm like, all right, screw it. Who knows when the next chapter is coming out? And that's also going to cost money. So, well and it's also it's it's also going to be three, four, and five. Yeah, it's like the rest of go. Delta so it's going to be the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just love Toby Fox. I love how weird like that. I love that dog. I love that dog. <laughs> Apparently, that's Toby Fox though. Like it's, like it's become like it seems like it's at least like the mascot avatar of like this Undertale Deltarune universe, and I love it. <laughs> It's well. Uh, the, the, apparently, the fans and stuff have, have said uh, this is from watching kind of funny talk about it. That apparently that is like, and even when that dog shows up in the game, it's like the personification of that's fantastic, Toby Fox. So like, because usually that dog's talking about some pretty like meta level stuff. So it's yeah. I was like, dog residue, man. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. So um, yeah. I I think that's really cool. I'm just, I, I I like to think that it's Toby Fox dancing in that suit too. In oh, that trailer. I, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Never forget Toby Fox talking about playing Smash with um Sakurai. So oh my god, it's my favorite thing. Um. So next up, we actually had a sizzle reel, which we'll yep. we'll just blitz through real quick. So I don't think there's anything super yep. great here, or not great, but like not something we want to really break open. No. So we had Hot Wheels Unleashed coming September 30th. Surviving the aftermath coming holiday this year. Shipment going Tensei five November 11th, which is cool. Give it to me, but don't show me too much. Really hope this is the one I like. I really do. I fell off four. I tried. I want to like five. I'm hoping that the in a world where Persona Five exists, like let's go. Uh, Wreckfest Fall 2021. Arcade. Looking real rough, by the way. Yeah, well, looking Switch, like a 3DS game. Doing its best with Wreckfest. Looking like a 3DS which, game. Which, from what I, I hear, still runs not maybe not runs roughly on current consoles, but definitely has long load times. So, yeah. rest in peace, Switches. Uh, Arca- Arcade Archives Pac-Man <laughs> and Arcade Archives Xevious were both shadow dropped. 
Mm-hmm. And Rune Factory 5 was dated for March 2022. God, it's an annoying date to say. That really March is, March 22, isn't it? 2022. 2022. Why? <laughs> Why would you do this to me? So When you break it up like that, it sounds cool, though. Yeah. At this point, the direct takes a turn. At this point, Shigeru Miyamoto walks out. And this, the, from here on out till the end is like a roller coaster ride. It's insane. Like it is just, yeah. When Shigi came out, I had no idea what to expect. No. I was like, I mean, there's been rumors of Mario stuff. Maybe it's a Mario game. I don't know. But it's like, he's not doing them anymore. Like, that's the, yeah, but it's it's still, the young blood doing them. You could still have him announce one, I guess. He is the he's the grandfather. Yeah, he's the father of Mario. Instead, what we get is a bunch of announcements for a Super Mario movie, which I'm going to dope. Because it's ob- this is obviously something we're going to because talk about. I was going to say, we need to talk about this it. Like, is, it's a dope for me as well for the same reason. It's insanity. So first of all, he talks a bit about how it's too early to show, it, too early to show us anything from a movie, and we're not going to see it for a little bit. He does give us a date, or at least an American date, which is December 21st, 2022, which mm-hmm. I assume means we'll probably get it on Boxing Day, knowing Australia. Or maybe, maybe, maybe um, New Year's Day. Oh, God. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop putting that energy into the world. Sorry. I'm um, sorry. So, yeah, we got. Then we get, our, we get our cast. And I. It was fun to be living in this moment on Twitter. Like, when just... this happens. To just, like. To have Shigeru Miyamoto be like, and here's playing. Who was playing Mario? And just at that picture of Chris Pratt. Yep. Yeah, I. I. I'm still speechless by this. The internet I don't, collectively was just like, what? Like, like, I can't, I can't picture it. Like, for most of the rest of these, I can kind of, like, visualize, hear it. Chris Pratt, I can't, I can't. Like, he's just gonna, it's gonna be so weird hearing Chris Pratt Mario. I, yeah, like, I That's don't know, weird, man. Because, like, the only other Mario we have is Charles Martinet. And I absolutely never expected to have a 90-minute movie where Mario sounds like that. If I'm being honest, I love Charles Martinet. I love Mario. I yeah. really can't visualize that movie for sure. with that voice. It's just like, no, I don't no think not so. for 90 minutes. <laughs> I think, like, I've heard some people, like, discussing, like, maybe, like, what kind of version of Mario we're going to get if, based around a pre-existing one, if this is going to be, like, a different are we gonna get the Mario multiverse maybe like at some point? Is I worry it's gonna be like Sonic, where it's like Mario characters in the real world. I don't know. But at the same time, like we don't have any No, see, because it's illumination, so I don't think it's gonna be that. I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a straight up animated movie, which is good. So I I think before we move on, let's just let's burn through this list real quick, just because it's a lot to process here. So Chris Pratt is Mario, Anya Taylor Joy is Peach, Charlie Day is Luigi. That's a classy cast right Just there. Brilliant. Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. My God. Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike, and surprise cameos from Charles Martinet. I think one of the still one of the most surprising things is the fact that Spike's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Spike, Spike. Spike getting a love here. Like Spike of. Like, what the fuck, man? He's had a fucking upsurge, like, a, really like a resurgence in the last few years. I love the process that both Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong are in this. 
I know, I know. And also, then the next layer down, which is it's Seth Rogen and Fred Armisen, and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? What the fuck is this movie what gonna be? If what if it? I mean, I know, I know, Donkey Kong is still pretty much Mario. What if we go outside of Mario? What if it's more Nintendo wide? I don't know. I don't know. I want to get my hopes up I because they haven't given it. <laughs> they haven't given a title for the movie. It's just no, like Super Mario Brothers, like Super Mario movie, animated film. Like it, there's no title for it. It's very well could be like a Super Nintendo world. Like I'm thinking, like the movie. I'm thinking like Wreck It Ralph style. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I. And that way Nintendo can have that. their fun little references to their other games. Yep. We can, we can put Steve Samus in a corner. <laughs> There'll be a Metroid as a cloud. Like, that'll be it. Just, like, floating through the sky. It's like, oh, it looks like a Metroid, and it disappears. You and they're like, like oh. you'll accept it. That's what you get. <laughs> it's like, you'll enjoy this. You'll enjoy it. It's Kyra's um, Twitter profile for the next one. I'll do it. I'll do it. If it happens, I'll do it. <laughs> yes. Remind me. Brilliant, um, I will. Yeah. There's just... I, I don't... Day is such good casting and it's so funny because as soon as that happened the internet's just like you missed the best opportunity to have Charlie but... Day as Luigi and um, Danny DeVito as Mario yeah 100% that just like, that pairing is just perfect I even would have taken been coming out from like Always Sunny where they just shot Mar- them as Mario and Luigi have been so good I, I even would have taken um, Rob McElhenney as, as Mario as sure. well like and just have Mac and Charlie as Mario, Mario and Luigi, so and I, I, I would watch the fuck out of them. I saw people I posting. Just... One of the other memes I saw was like a picture of Sweet D from Always Sunny. It's like, um, and as Birdo, <laughs> which is oh. that joke works on so many levels as well. The memes like, that have come out of this have been incredible. Like all the other fake casting that people have been doing, it's been pretty. Oh, good. <laughs> oh god, I watched um, I watched uh, a lot of Pierce react to this, and when I think it was when. Donkey Kong pop, pop, popped up with Seth Rogen. She's like, I thought that was a meme. She's like, I thought, and I know it might have been Charlie Day. She was like, I thought that was a meme. I thought people were like joking and that was a meme. This is real. And then it got to like the Seth Rogen one. She's like, I thought that. I absolutely recommend looking at Ross O'Donovan's reaction. Oh, so good. That one so is good. great. Very, very good. But I mean, I don't know. Look, I don't, I, I don't want to speak. I'm not going to write off a movie because we know nothing no. about it. But I also am fully aware this is not necessarily a movie for us. That's why Chris Pratt is Mario, right? Point. This is a movie to get kids in theaters to see yep. the Mario movie. Nintendo and you know obviously go on for broke after this is probably this is their first movie since that live action one, which yeah, we'll have to watch one time. We'll have to we'll have to have some drinks when we when not, when, we when the that. land of lockdowns is left. Yeah, we'll have some we drinks and we'll watch the extended edition that's on the internet archive. <laughs> we have, we have a couple of friends that we won't have to twist their arm very much no. at all to get them to watch that as well. So we could definitely. Take I have that not up. watched that since I was a kid. I don't think I don't think I've watched it all the way through properly. Oh I God. don't. Yeah, I I know bits of it. I think I like rented it, but I it nothing is stuck in my brain. Um, but you know what? By the time this movie comes out, my son will be like three and a half years old. And he's going to fucking love this. See? He's going to lose his goddamn mind, I right, Nintendo, like, if they even get a, a portion of the audience of, like, saw the Lego movie with Chris Pratt, like, mm-hmm. they'll be chuffed. And, and do you know what? I hope, I know they won't because it's Illumination and I know they're responsible for the Minions movies, which, <sighs> you know, if you like them, they're fine. 
I think Despicable Me 1 is a good movie. Um, and then it gets a bit much from then on. Um, is, that, is that the one that the, the, the B meme is in? Oh, I think so, yeah, with the, 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 the four, pa- yeah, the four like panel that. one, yeah. Um, so, I, I, but I, I can appreciate what they do. I really didn't like Secret Life of Pets, but I get why people like those movies. I just I could not care less for any of that, uh, for those movies. Um, but I really would like them to see them go like a Lego movie style, like, and get a little bit, Metal with them, so they they. I want them to hook in the older audience as well. Uh, yes, we got our Chris Pratt as Mario and whatnot to get the kids in the seats because it's it's fucking Owen Dinosaur Man, Star Lord, um, playing Mario. Kids, we got Star Lord. I don't Star Lord is Mario. Who? Um, but I want them to sort of like tap into those the people like us that are like the people like myself and and our good friend Ben and Brendan who have kids and who we still play video games and have such cherished memories of these franchises i hope they do something for them for us as well and i don't want to be like you know well this movie sucks because it's not for me like if it's for kids and that's it fine fine that's fine i'm happy for it but i really hope you know they do the work and they do put in the effort with it which i feel I feel like if Nintendo are overseeing it, they will want it to be. We'll see. That's why good. I'm. That's why I'm hoping for like the more like. I mean, obviously it will still be Mario focused, but to have like the Nintendo. I you saying that now? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, and I think that's probably that could be part of the reason why we haven't heard the title of the movie. Because I think it might be Super Nintendo World. I think it might be that and tied in with the theme parks potentially, and yeah. like. That makes a lot of sense. No, that'll be the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be the sequel. Um, anyway, that's Land, enough on that, that's world, enough on yeah. that topic. Like, it's, yeah. There's a lot of to unpack from that. And I'm still like, I, I flash back sometimes to my reaction when I saw Chris Pratt's face for the first time. I'm like, that was it's a real <sighs> thing. That happened. I, yeah. Don't know how to feel. Anyway, oh, we then approached our last two announcements. First up, we had Splatoon 3. Um, it's... It's a note from me, just because it. I'm excited for the game and I think it was cool, but there wasn't a great deal of information. Yep, I agree. Um, it's great seeing Squid Researcher again. Yes, absolutely. Um, and just how mode, like, we'll always appreciate yeah. how fucking weird their story modes are. Just I love it, and it looks like they're tripling down on it. Like there's some yeah. fucking like Inception level shit, like with like worlds collapsing in each other. Anyway, but yeah, it's a note from me as well because. If not for anything else, I want to talk about this last thing. Yeah, I know. So we close out the show with footage. It it's an automatic dope from both of us. But, it's um, uh, it's just, yeah, it's a dope. I was I was I mean it's not like it was super hard to pick, but I was like, oh, it's Bayonetta. Like as soon as that trailer started, I'm like, well, the building said platinum, and I know that subtitle text. I know it. <laughs> I was the same, but then they did a really great fake out in the middle of the trailer with the fucking mascot dog from Astral Chain. And, like, that was, I think that was a brilliant fake out because I was like, oh, is it Astral Chain? And then, like, just as that that thought's going through your mind, you see the reflection of her in, like, the blade of that that giant monster. And it was just like, it's not, she's back, baby. I had a feeling that was a troll just because I'm like, Platinum, you know what'll happen if you announce a second Astral Chain before you show us Bayonetta. You know what'll happen. 
But um, it the reveal was very satisfying. Be like, holy shit, she's back. She looks yep. different, which is an interesting discussion point, an interesting talking point because okay, what I mean, I don't know if we actually know for sure yet if it's the same voice actor. But there's been plenty of people talking about what if that's Sariza? Yeah. Since she does have the same hair, and maybe that's yes. why we have a different Bayonetta VA. Maybe she's I've, grown up. I also heard like, um, like thought like theories about it being a different Bayonetta from a different universe. Well, that's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's get weird with this shit. Um, Bayonetta is already weird as fuck. But if like, we're talking uh, more about the game, I want to do a special shout out to one of my favorite, one of my new favorite Kamiya interactions on Twitter. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. So someone did some amazing fan art of Bayonetta, like the new trailer with a new look and everything. And this person was blocked by Kamiya. Because th- that's the joke. Like, yeah, if Kamiya he, blocks if, everyone. He blocks everyone. If like, you that's tweeted the him, joke, he if you don't block know. you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he blocked this person and he unblocked them to retweet the fan art with some yeah. like emoji emoticon text and people and, the, and then like, you know, blocked the person again. Yeah. But the person was just like, I can't believe Camille unblocked me to boost my fan art and then blocked me again. And then everyone's gone. He was telling you that you left the mole off. You forgot the mole. And he's oh apparently done it to a few people would have done fan art. He's like retweeted it and then reblocked him because he's just like, "There's a mole. You, you forgot the mole." <laughs> I miss that. I miss that end part of that story. So I just good. saw the that's fucking hilarious. And everyone's trying to tell a person, but it's like, no, no, no. He was just he really likes the fan art. It's like, no, wait, look at the look at the little emoticon he drew. Like, there's he's telling yep. you you missed the mole, and then he reblocked. Oh you. my god, that's so good. I love Camille so much. What a what a wild card. Oh my god. Um, but, but anyway, yeah. It, so Bayonetta three. Oh. Oh my god, it looks so good. You can definitely it looks... tell it's running on Switch, but honestly, of course, but it still looks fun. Doesn't bother me. We've I played giant... Bayonetta two. I played Bayonetta two on a fucking Wii U. I'm not fussy. I, I fucking played like, Bayonetta one on a PS3, and it ran like shit in low times. Very true. Numbers, so like, <laughs> very very true. Yeah. So I I don't care. Like it doesn't yeah, bother absolutely. me. It's gonna be fun as fuck. There's giant it hair looks demon awesome. kaiju battles. That's the thing I want to talk about because holy shit. We get kaiju battles. At first, like, you see it happen, you're like, oh, this is, like, a finishing move for a boss fight. That's great. No, you can just kaiju fight with other giant fucking weird monster demon things. I'm in. Like, oh, my God. Like, taking something that was a finisher and making it more interactive is very cool. I do like that. Which brings us to another point. So the the director of this game was the director on Scalebound. Yes. (laughs) So it's like, oh, okay. Cool, we're getting scalebound now, but it's Bayonetta three. Yeah, I mean, I'm I did okay see a lot of people losing their mind when that last character shows up at the end and go, "Is that the scalebound guy?" It doesn't seem like it is. It does. It just seems like more of Bayonetta's weird ass story. Well, there's other a lot of people th- trying to suggest that it's Virgil from Devil May Cry as well. Get the fuck, like, get the fuck out of here. Will we get the the, the crossover the that it's right. been? You see that fuck? Get the fuck. <laughs> get it out of here. <laughs> No, if not, I'm I'm stealing this joke from someone else as well. I think it was on kind of funny. It's like if not for anything, I might have been allies as well. It was the allies. I want that to be true. If not for anything else, to see like a sticker on the cover of Bayonetta three saying featuring Virgil from Devil May Cry franchise. Yeah, like that's what we need. Camille would go in on that joke. I guarantee it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it wouldn't even be a sticker. I know it would be a sticker. He wouldn't. Would be. He wouldn't just hard code it. He'd make it a full on sticker. sticker. He would sticker it. Um, to live up to the meme. But yeah, I have no idea. I think that someone's 
people are sort of like trying to read into the fact it's like that that character slices Honestly. through the the year, so it's like it's got something to do with time. Um, is that the person that we saw kill Bayonetta? At the, in I, the reveal for Bayonetta I, 3, like... I honestly half expected when he cut the year to be like, shit, is it this year? But it wasn't. But I'm like, what are you getting... Re- are you cutting the date away to give us another date? No. I was like, yeah, I was waiting for like a, yeah, like a Square Enix Final Fantasy yeah. reveal, like, troll. But, um, but it's honestly yeah. been way too long since I played Bayonetta 1 and 2. So even if he was a character, I don't remember him. Yeah, it's very true. Which I need to play those games again, but this... Yep. So expensive on Switch. They I don't know. Are so I expensive. Play- I... I want to play them again as well. I had I the same Wii thought. U, so I could hook my Wii U back up, but... I own the second one, I think. I don't think I've got the first one. I got the double pack at one point. Yeah, see, I didn't. I only got the first... I only got the second one. So I played the... F- How did I play the first one? Probably on I must have them both. No, I must have them both. I didn't play the PlayStation 3 version. Oh, okay, good, I definitely played the Wii U version. <laughs> Yeah, I did at first. I remember renting it. Me too. I remember because my first encounter with Bayonetta was like, God, this game is awful. It doesn't even run mm. that well on this console. Yep. Oh, Turns out God, I played the I'm... inferior version because the 360 version was amazing. Oh my God. I fucking, I love how just fucking batshit was. And like the line that she says when she shows up in this oh, trailer, yeah. just like. Fashionably late. I'm, I am unfashionably late. So it seems good. I am unfashionably late. But I'm here now, and I'm ready to give you all that you want. And then the wink to the camera is just like, I mean, that's that's I love Kojima her. level, like snake lifting the visor up, being like, kept you waiting, huh? Like, hundred percent, yeah. So that's good. Bayonetta's version of that. Like, just the this the, the little wink she gives. I'm like, I fucking love this. This it's is so, funny so good. Up until recently, people were like, "Where's Bayonetta 3? And the platinum yeah. guys were like, "Look, it's ready. It's just up to Nintendo when they show it." And then mm-hmm. yeah, it's been shown. Yeah. Um, and you know what? We are one announcement closer to that very first Metroid Prime 4 gameplay. Why, yes, I will always find a way to bring it back to Metroid. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Because these were both announced in the same year. Game Wars current belief. I have to. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt when it doesn't happen. Because I'm... Okay. This is the is year there anyone for it. This you want to say before it. I... We move on a bit. Um... I no, I just I'm so excited. I really like her new look. I didn't even think about the fact that it might be Cerveza. Um Yeah, I saw someone mention that. I'm like, fuck, that would make sense. If that would make sense. The hairstyle and everything is the same as Cerveza. Is it like Cerveza kills Bayonetta at the start as well? Like let's that, get fucking weird with this wait. shit. Can't let's wait. get some weird timeline stuff going. Kaiju battles, I'm in for it. Like anyway, right so and also one last thing, riding yeah. on the missile, like at oh, the end yeah, of the trailer. Absolutely. Beautiful. Fighting it, fighting in that subway, kiss. that train carriage. Yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be great. Chef's kiss. Um. Anyway, to to round it out, we're talking about Metro real quick. We're talking about Metroid. We're talking about Metro <laughs> Prime. I'm sure you've seen the newest rumors. I say rumors. They come from Emily Rogers. Normally, mm-hmm. I try to steer clear of a lot of these rumors, but it's just like this one's juicy, and I would be, I would be conflicted about how I feel about it, and it is that. She purports that there's a possibility that Nintendo was not, in fact, working on Prime Trilogy, but that maybe next year for Metroid Prime's 20th anniversary, which makes me feel so old to say, (laughs) that uh, Metroid Prime might get a re-release in some form. Not saying much more than that, but I don't know how I feel. I want it, because if that means it's like a a HD remaster, oh Mm. boy. 
But I don't know. I think, at this, I think at this stage now, if they're going to do it, that's the way they've got to do it. I know. I just, want, I just thought I'd bring it up because I, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, I want the trilogy, but if, if we got like a like a Halo anniversary edition sort of one, like that'd be. We awesome. could like toggle as well. How cool would that be? Yeah. I'm just greedy. I want it all, but the problem is I, I like, still want two and three. That's the problem because I want everyone caught up for four. Yeah, I want to get caught up for four because I haven't played two and three. And two is really good. It gets a rough. Yeah, deal. three is the weakest, but it's still good. But two, like every time I play it, I appreciate it more and more. So good. I yeah, I want that to be true. I want, I want it to be able to play that trilogy one day, one day, Joel. It like one day, one day. It's got to get through the other games first, like all the other games they built up when they were announcing. It's been like, here's a logo, huh? <laughs> we're getting. I mean, that's 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 it though, isn't it? Like Bayonetta three and then Metro Prime four, and then we're sort of in uncharted territory. Yeah, but it's like the Metro Prime 4 one, they could easily sneak in the trilogy before that. Like, just. Oh, they could. Like, absolutely. Like, well, I mean, then MP, again, we don't even know when 4 is. It's definitely. I still don't think it's going to be called Metro Prime 4. We'll see. I don't think so either. I, mean, I think they're going to ditch the numbers because if it does well, they'll do more. Yeah, and at the same time, like, I'll be curious if they still call it Metro Prime because, you know, Metro Prime is. gone. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, gone. Metro Prime is gone. Like, it survived one, came back as S, as Dark Samus, and we killed it twice. <laughs> yep. I don't know, but I guess like Metro Prime Federation Force, so they might it might just become a brand they use to differentiate the two different Metroid styles. I don't know. Again, yeah, I think we're, it'll be we're not, yeah. We're not going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> this okay. Is, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm ending the episode. Kyle. I could I could talk episode. a lot about Metro Prime, so you've got to stop me. I'm stopping you right now. So uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We very much appreciate it. Um, if you like what you've heard or if you consistently like what you hear when you listen to us, please tell people about us, tell your friends, tell family members, tell anyone you think, co-workers that you might think would get a kick out of us talking shit for two hours about Metroid. Um, it does seem like it's becoming a thing and I apologize, I mean, but I'm not sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, I give you a not, very, very like empty apology. And he also won't stop. I ever. won't stop. So, not until everyone buys Dread. That's how you make me stop. I'm going to buy it. Gonna Good, buy it, but right? you're not it's everyone. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. Stop. Stop. Um, but yeah, please tell some people around. If you want to find us on uh, all social medias, you can find us at Dialogue Options across pretty much everything, which is basically like Twitter and Instagram. So, um, <laughs> And Facebook as well. Um, if you've got any questions or any ideas on how we can improve the show, or if you just want to say hi to us, any recommendations for games, whatnot, um, you can email us uh, contact at dialogueoptions.com. Um, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Bring me, if you, I, I want all Metroid takes directed to me personally. Stop it, Kyrie. No, I'm just if saying, you, like, <laughs> if you, I, I invite everyone to at me next week, next oh Friday when you're getting your copies, just at me. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh if you want to find me on my own social media account, you can find me on Twitter at Jolie Mac, where the last thing I tweeted about last weekend I got to watch uh my brother, my brother and me live show virtually. Um they've been doing this is like the third one they've done. I went to the first one and this one now. Um where they're just like, hey, we're doing a live show on the internet. Tickets are like ten bucks US. Um 
and it go they they donate a whole bunch of it to 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 different charities and stuff like that. And um, yeah, they do a live show where you get to actually see them as well, which is great. Um, and yeah, it was it was awesome. I had a nice burger. Um, Griffin went down for a nap. Ash went down for a nap, and it was just me and the good old McElroy boys that I love so very very dearly. And yeah, so it was great. So much fun. But Kyron, where can they at you with their Metroid Dread opinions? You can at me at Lemon Man X, where I've been tweeting, let's just scroll past all my Metroid stuff since I'm not. A <laughs> um, you know, there's a couple of things actually that I'm going to point out. One of them broke my heart because I didn't like the, re- the recognition of the age. Silent Hill 2 turned 20. What the fuck? Yes, what, I did say that. What the fuck? How is that possible? And the other thing, actually, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not bringing it to bonus round, but it's too late now, so I just want to say, very interested to see the news that the initiative is teaming up with Crystal Dynamics for mm. Perfect Dark. Very interested. I don't think there's any cause to concern, because, you know, studio team-ups happen all the time. Fucking, fucking Bandai Namco made most of Smash. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. It's just making the web. I'm just very curious, and plus I want to see that game. But um, that's it from Rigel. Wonderful. Well, in that case... Uh, Thanks very much again for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Options podcast.